0: In the blink of an eye I knew her number and her name do-do-do, yeah, do-do-do-do-do. do i join in, but I no like, <iembre> Oh, she said I was the tiger she wanted to tame. Do-do-do-do-do, you'll get it. do 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 Caribbean queen, now we're sharing the same dream. And our hearts that beat as one. No more love on the run. Do-do-do-do-do-do. I lose my cool when she steps in the room. do 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 And I get so excited just from her perfume, do-do-do-do, electric eyes that you can't ignore, and passion burns like never before, and then it goes, Caribbean queen, now we're sharing the same dream, and our hearts that beat as one, no more love on the run. I'm fucking done with that bullshit song. Grand Theft Auto, thank you. That, but also, shout out to <laughs> Nervous Nathan, who's a massive fan, massive fan of Billy Ocean. He's also a massive
1: fan of Daryl Braithwaite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know? Do you know? Uh, horses. Yeah. Oh, mate, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't even. <laughs> yeah.
1: You remember the Seinfeld episode with Desperado? You know, where the yeah. guy... Desperado. You, don't, don't talk. Mm. Desper- Nathan's like that with
0: horses. Yeah. Serious? Oh, mate, dear. he went to see Billy Ocean. You know that, don't you? He went to see Daryl Braithwaite more oh, than once. My opinion of him has changed No, he's a massive fan of Billy Ocean. So I figured I'd do that one because, shout out to him, he didn't get back to me for a date to come back on this bullshit podcast. <laughs> no. so, so he's a I bludger. Thought, he is. So I thought I'd get him back. and He's the him, hardest working bludger I know, but he's a bludger. Yeah, and I thought I'd get him on here and motivate him. By singing the song that he wanted to sing on the podcast. Yeah. But You know what? Don't worry. Why don't Nirvana we start state. singing horses as well? No, no, don't worry, Nervous Snake. There's plenty of other bullshit Billy Ocean fucking songs that we can do. <laughs> it's way too many. A couple, You had a couple of hits, so it's all right. There's yeah. plenty of other ones that we can do. Let's. Ogony Tradition's bullshit, and we'll go forward from there. Go this is Invert the Y. Captain Log, State 8 Log 12.1.5.9, and the USS Invert the Y is orbiting another planet of retrotum and bullshit. And when we've got him back. We've got Rocket Russell back. Our favourite little Martian got him. <laughs> got, got him. Got him back. Isn't he like a regular? He's a regular. He's now. on staff now. Oh. He's on staff. Hmm. And oh, alongside wow. me, I've got the the silent one. And I'll get to this in a minute. Jason, relaxation. The reason why he's a silent one. I was out last night having dinner with a very good friend of. Ours, it's coming on the podcast soon, and he's given me a list of grievances, and I'm telling you now, Rocket Russell, Jason Relaxation's going to be silent the whole episode. That's why I'm calling him the silent That's one. because I like my job. That's right. Oh, Remember when we ran it yes. about the Xbox? Yes. And he was silent? Yes. That's him. And you know what? When he does pipe up, did you ever watch the original Batman series? Like with Adam West? Was it Ad- was Adam West, wasn't it? Adam West. Remember when they had King Tut? And King Tut. Uh Right. And he was a baddie. And there would be like his little goons hanging around him. Yep. And whenever one of them would say, Oh, but King Tut, he'd go, Silence! (laughs) That'd be Jason Relaxation. Whenever he talks, I'll go, Silence! (laughs) Because you're going to be fucking shattered. But I'm telling you, you need to fucking prepare. I'm just warning you now. I don't need to prepare. I just don't no. need to publish because I. I would, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's my decision whether it goes up. Because I went to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was telling you, yes, which is a new Tarantino mm. film. I liked it. Very slow starting. Very long I movie. Haven't seen it yet. I'm. It's good. Keen. Yeah. It, I don't think it's his best work though. Well, as we discussed, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Or
1: as we agreed. Possibly one of the good, really good ones, Death Proof.
0: I loved it. Mm. I, loved, I loved Death Proof. Yeah, De- Death Proof was very underrated um, because I think it got mixed up in with the uh, what do you call it? The second one that he did the round. It was the Roundhouse years. Oh, Grindhouse. Sorry, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. So Ra- with- roundhouse is UNSW. That's yeah. All no, I, it was gr- all I remember is being very drunk and listening to bands at that place. No, Grindhouse. <laughs> yes, when he was with Rod- Rod- Rodriguez. Yeah, 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 yeah. That got wrapped up in that. I think that came out pretty well. Close, he was part of.
1: Um, that trilogy, well, he was part of the second part of the trilogy, wasn't he? The El Mariachi trilogy. Yep. Desperado. Mm-hmm. Still one of the greatest Desperado movies ever. Oh, Desperado's come you, up
0: again. That's Eagles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying in the Seinfeld episode. Come to your pickle senses. bear, pickle bear and the horse. You've been <laughs> out riding fences mm-hmm. for so long now. So, you know what that reminds me of? What? Growing up Yeah fuck That, that, that was the, a big Eagles fan the, Big Eagles and the Shadows as well Oh yeah the Shadows Yeah, loved uh, Fleetwood yeah. Mac Genesis Oh yeah Yeah we got Fleetwood Mac as well mm, Not as much Not as much we, Mum we got, was got a lot of it. the Shadows We got the Shadows We got Fleetwood Mac The Beatles mm-hmm. Beatles we Lots got, of Beatles um, Michael
1: Jackson Oh, Did mum, you? Mum, it was, mum loved Michael Jackson We had a fair bit Johnny Farnum. Cause was I was now. the only Mom. one
0: Yeah you know Okay so Whispering Jack You know what Fuck it Pause for a second. <laughs> Fancy us going off topic? No. We All right, been, so, nineteen eighty-eight comes out. Oh, comes around, and he whi- and uh, Johnny Farnham <sighs> releases <sighs> Wh- Whispering Jack. Was it his final tour? Might have been. Time? Might have been nineteen eighty-seven. Nineteen eighty-seven, he, he released Whispering Jack. I'm pretty sure it was eighty-seven because he did the yep, tour eighty-eight. Because but- we saw him. For like a
1: week in a row, yep. every day, because he did the final concert for Expo '88, yep. and yep. we had a season pass. How yeah, final so, concerts is that? Fuck so out. let
0: me tell you a little story. This is no bullshit. Yeah. 1988 rolls around, and Ford releases the EA Falcon, <sighs> right? And Dad, as part of his company car package thingy that he had at the time, he got an EA Falcon. He got his in in May, and I think they came out in March. But you know what I remember being taunted by the cassette deck in that EA Falcon, <laughs> no. listening to Whispering Jack oh. by John Farnham. That fucking kind that of album abused. <laughs> yes,
1: my mum was the same. My mum loved Johnny Farnham before Whispering Jack, but yeah. once, whispering, to once it. whispering Jack hit, oh, it was... <laughs>
0: It was on repeat. Right. Oh, it was oh, insane. And it didn't change for the 20 years no. we listened to WSFM. No. Oh. But no, I'll tell you, we were talking about it coming up here. We'll talk about it. We'll get it out mm. of the way. We'll get it out of the way. Get it out How of the way. How cars back then, like if you were driving or you saw a car that was... a. Uh, a Ford Fairlane or a Ford Fairmont, uh, Fairmont or a, Fairmont or, a or, or a Holden Belina or a Calais. A Bellina or a Calais. You knew that that nine times out of ten was a company car mm-hmm. and you knew that that person was a certain level in the management ranks. Uh, yep. And they mostly were white. Majority, majority of them. Yeah, majority were. They were government cars. They are always white. Well, like mm. I was
1: saying to Dan, because so, my old man was an um, electrical engineer,
0: mm.
1: he was at a level in a GLI but wasn't at the Fairmont level. But with the company that he worked for, you're allowed to tick option boxes. Ooh. So we had a Falcon GLI wagon Fully that was running an SVO motor, which yeah. probably needs nothing to you, which was special vehicle options, mm-hmm. five-speed manual, and had a Fairmont gear interior. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but it's, GLI it's basically, basically the, mate, the it, was a, it was a GLI. What I'm telling you
0: now, because Dad was only entitled at that point to a Ford Falcon GL. That was the base model, right? Yep. Well, it was also the GLI in the... Oh, um, uh, this is... EA Falcons originally in 88 didn't have injection. Oh, no, it was EB
1: that come in yeah, with the GLI. Yeah, they, they yes. were like... A, oh, they weren't really fuel injected. that I know that, isn't
0: it? Yeah, this is sad. They weren't fuel injected. No, so they, not uh, in the original. That no, was a 3.9. It that's wasn't right. until they went to the 4.0. And here's some nerdy real bullshit here. They were only a three-speed automatic, and later on they'd release a four-speed automatic. EB. Mm. EB got the... Right. So when Dad got his EA Falcon, it was only a three-speed automatic, and it wasn't fuel injection. So it was a GL, not a GLI. Because wow. when they put fuel injection it was When it, they put the eye on it, which if was... They put the eye on it, they made a big deal out mm. of it, right? And that was the worst car we ever had. That car was a fuck. It leaked water. The day he picked it up, within a week or two, it rained. And because they used to have the doors that were wrap around over the roof, that was like a really pretty car back in the 80s. Oh, it was just, They were
1: ahead of themselves. Way ahead were... of time. No more gutters. No mm. more gutters,
0: but the water would leak into the car. And for some <laughs> reason, one of the rear seatbelts... I think it leaked into the boot, too. It leaked into, into the, the boot. boot, but the rear seatbelts, and it also leaked through the... You know where the, the the sash was? Yep. The anchor point was for the seatbelt? For some reason, the water would leak through that, and it'd always leak on that shit. But the best bit was that'd go off <laughs> his brain, Right. Because whenever you open the boot up, uh, the water would drip down onto the boot. And there was one Christmas we had it rained. It was pissing down. And yeah. he opened the boot up and all the presents got wet before yeah. he gave it out to whoever needed to have the presents, right? And they'd go, fucking Australians can't make a fucking car, fuck this car, right? It was unbelievable. Well, that that was, car was not a good car. The
1: EA, it was a well-known fact that if you had one that was made on a Monday or a Friday. That was barbecue days. It was it was six days. Lemon days. Mm. Yeah, lemon days, yeah. And they were actually had a day they yeah. were Referred to as lemon cars, and that but if we told you my old man's EA, so I still remember when we were discussing it in the car. So we um uh, the night before, Dad had cleared out the previous car, and this was a big move for my family yep. because my dad had always, being a mechanical engineer mm. or electrical engineer, it always had panel vans. So back in the day, we'd move the tools because tools would just took up the entire back of yep. the panel van. We'd move the tools and slide into the back because you know early 80s yeah, you could yeah. do that. So this was a big move because he was going from a panel van to a wagon. So we're all, you know, clean the car out, said goodbye to it in the morning. Goodbye, panel van. Bye-bye. We're going to be able to sit in a mm. seat. The old man comes home that night in a Telstar TX5 gear. Do you remember then? I do. That was a pretty nice They were mid-sized cars, weren't they? Well, it was they? English as well. So it was actually yeah. quite a yeah. nice car. And I remember standing in the driveway going, this isn't what we ordered, Dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we ordered a white wagon with a blue pinstripe yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Fairmont gear and interior and all that. And he's like, long story short, uh, so they delivered it to work this morning and the guy come in, asked for me and asked to use my phone. They'd forgotten to put oil in the motor. I'm pretty sure it was a motor or was it in the gearbox, one of the two. Something, but it seized yeah. it. So they'd forgotten to put oil in it. So they had to get it towed back on a flatbed back and sent a TX5 so, over as a so loan car. I, so, that, so, that,
0: so Dad's that, EA Falcon, right, had the same experience. It was leaking transmission oil. Oh Jesus! Right, fuck. And within the first two it's or three weeks, a brand new car. The first two or two or three weeks, he literally it died on him, and he had to get it towed. And one day he came home with this shitty Ford Laser, whatever it was. <laughs> that would have pissed. That was him just off. like a spare car that they had. Oh, but God. I had this. We had the same experience as kids. Like dad would come home and go, "All right, say goodbye to the red car," and he'd unload all of his personal stuff out of the glove box, and then. You'd be like, oh, I can't wait for Dad to come home. He's coming home in the new car. And mm-hmm. then up the driveway, this brand-new Ford Falcon, EA Falcon. It was a magic experience, man. It, it was Back un- in the day, it was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, because I think we were the
1: first one in our
0: street with an EA,
1: you know. It was a big breakthrough. Yeah. And I still remember the kids coming over the next morning before Dad left for work to have a look at an EA. And yeah. It was like, oh, mm. wow, but the XF
0: Falcon, which was the one before that, was way better. It was heaps better. And way if better, you ask, yeah.
1: to ask any taxi driver what the best taxi he's ever had was,
0: and if he's an old XF. school, he'll say an XF. So like, just some ran. of them still have them. No, they're all gone now, man. They're all gone man. And you remember the best thing about it was um, the – fuel tank or the fuel cap was actually behind the license plate on the xf do you remember that oh fuck yes. so on the do you, it, you remember that i remember, was, that. I remember on the XE. dad was like yeah. cool, like dad was he, he liked cars too and he's like okay see if your kids can find where the petrol tank is you know like the flap yeah. I, I actually remember we couldn't that find it yeah. we could not find it and we and we go where is it and he goes oh it's behind the license, the license plate because he didn't know either and so you pulled their lot the license plate down and and then there was the petrol cap behind there but you know what that was a huge safety issue and Ford had to reverse that cuz they had issues in the US not with Falcons obviously No, like Mustang Ford. Mustang was yeah. famous for And years. whenever there was a rear-ended uh, car crash they'd burst into flames. <laughs> That's no bullshit man. And those those never happened on the M4. No. I've I've never seen a rear-end on, on the M4. Never. Mate, never. Man, yeah he had a couple of like he had a lot of company cars but sometimes I was telling you he'd bring home his boss's car and his boss was entitled to a Fairlane and one day he rocks up in this fucking limousine, I'm not making this up and it was a Fairlane and I said to Dad, what, what's that? and he goes, oh, it's the boss's car because mine's in for a service and he let me use his car because he's on holidays or some bullshit I had, ne- 1985 I had never seen anything like this I had never seen anything like this it was fully electronic, velour interior. Because you know, <laughs> Vel- you made- everything was velour yeah, back well, in the days. Only if you've made it, though. Oh yeah. You, if you're an executive, you had velour, right? If you were a pleb, you had vinyl, vinyl. right? And leather was pretty much unheard of. Leather was only really. In Ltd's yeah and but like that, that was later though man that was later years yeah mate, i'm talking still, 85 here and yeah, he it was still up. crushed velour yep. wasn't it that it was came was up in that. a velour and it was fucking ridiculous it had every button on the it was electronic it had electronic spudo and it had an electric aerial Holy shit. Electric aerials were the bomb diggity. World, Holy Nowadays shit. Nowadays, cars mm-hmm. don't even have freaking
1: aerials. It's built into the windscreen now. Mm-hmm. It was an am-
0: And it had electric windows. See, Power windows, man. The same thing. My old man, I
1: remember coming home in a Mazda 929.
0: Oh, that was a long time ago, man. Mm-hmm. And it was huge. I remember yeah. how
1: big mm-hmm. this thing was compared to the Falcons. It was so much wider. But same thing. Velour from asshole to breakfast. And just... Electric everywhere. because yeah, yeah, you remember it had, a, it had a sunroof. That one had oh, an electric yeah. sunroof.
0: I remember that. But that mate, the Fairlines were limousines, man. Oh. They were they were huge. They were and because the alternative was what Calais, no Statesman, Statesman. Sorry, yeah, Statesmans. your Calais was your Fairmont gear. These are Holden's, yeah, yeah. And then your Statesman mm. was your your Fair yeah. a Fairline. So remember, if you're if you love cars in '88, it was huge year because Ford brought out the EA right. and then Holden brought out the VN. VN. Remember that. I, we just got, I
1: had a girlfriend back then who had a VN. So she had a Calais VN with a five liter. So it was white over grey. Yep. I remember driving that thing, and I remember booting it one time and thinking, "Fuck." The front end's going the different way to what I want to go. So it, it yeah. felt it, when you booted yeah. that car, it felt like it twisted. And even with the V six, it felt like the whole car was twisting. Yeah. It was oh, because that was a big deal. Thing. Remember
0: when um, like Holden said this was their fight back car because they were struggling with a previous Commodore. Well, the VL had the Nissan motor, which, had, which yeah. was you
1: know was against the traditionalists. Yeah, but, you, mm. know, you didn't.
0: So have. so Holden said we're going to fight back and we're going to completely change the Commodore. We're going to make it bigger and all that sort of stuff. And we're putting in a V six, and everyone went. Holy a shit. B6. A B6. Are you serious? A Buick. Yeah. Unbelievable. For an Aussie car at the yeah. time. It was and that looks space age, dude. Oh. When it first came out, I remember seeing it in a shopping center, right, of all places, like a Westfield. They had one on display. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the future, man. I actually remember going to a car show
1: when the EA was first released. It was released, and then a couple months later was the Brisbane car show. I remember, oh, it was, you know, oh, this EA, look at look at the curves on it, mm. would Because, you? you know, the XF, the XD, they looked, the yeah, VK, they were the very, cordial, they were they very were angular, you yeah. know, very. Uh, and these things, yeah.
0: They, but you they know what? The EA had a lot more curves on it for the day than a VN did. Oh, heaps more. Yeah.
1: Heaps but more. The,
0: but the, the Commodore was like wow this is totally different man and remember like you pick up wheels magazines and there'd be like the rivalry it'd be like Ford versus Holden this is what I mean now there's none of that shit now now there's there's none of it now there's none of the excitement of you know a new car release
1: The car manufacturers released well, cars like so regularly. The now. rivalry, yeah.
0: the, mate, the the there the, was intense. It the was. battle between Ford and Holden. Well, the, at motor, least here. the motor show died years ago too. Oh yeah, well, what, when like did, where did that die? Oh, it died years ago. Years Melbourne's
1: ago. the only one that does one now. Yeah,
0: do yeah. they? They still do one. They still do one. Because that was a thing, too. October used to be the motor show here in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I used it to it love out. going to you the go motor show. you go see the Ferraris and all that. Mate, cool stuff. but but you know what? You knew you could never get a Ferrari, but you know what you used to do at the motor show? You'd look at the the, the Falcon, because that was Dad's next company yeah. car. Like, yeah, a, you'd like be, a good little Bogan
1: boy. Yeah, like a Bogan. You'd be rocking <laughs> up. But I, I still remember I was with a couple of mates. Uh. Uh, so the EB V8 had just been mm. released, and my mate had an XD V8. I remember going to the showroom. It was about nine o'clock at night, and they had it up on the on the turntable in the showroom mm-hmm. and standing there having a good giggle how, you know, we were standing there looking at the latest V8 yeah. in the last V8, you know. I was like, oh. And we were like, imagine what, you know, that in what, ten years' time somebody's going to be driving down to the car yard in that Falcon there mm-hmm. that's parked there and looking at the new model thinking, oh, look at my old beast, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't happen anymore. There's no. just... The there was car manufacturers just release, like, BMW. Yep. Back in the day, you had the 3 Series, which was your entry level. Yep. That was the baby models, yeah. Baby models. Yep. You had your 5 Series, which was the executive levels. Yep. And then you had your 7 Series. That were the big ones. That were the big ones. Yeah. That was your, you know, your CEOs, your mm-hmm. chauffeur-driven things. Now BMW has a 1 Series, a 2 Series, a 3 Series, a 4 Series, a 5 Series, a 6 Series, a 7 Series, and an 8 Series. It's
0: just. But not only that, though. And Robert then there's Russell. the X. Then but, they've got all their fucking SUVs. But series. not only that, there's so many different manufacturers now. Whereas back in those oh, days, in the it 80s, there wasn't as many. Ford, Holden, Mitsubishi. At least here in Australia, yeah. right? But now, off the top of my head, there's still Fords. There's still Holden. Holdens, although whatever they are. There's um, Renault. There's BMW. There's Volkswagen. Mercedes. There's Mercedes. Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Toyota. Toyotas. There's Subarus. There's... Honda. Hondas. uh did we say Mitsubishi? We said Mitsubishi. There's so many of them, and we're missing some. Oh, and then you Skoda. get into, and, Skoda. And then there's one beat dubs really. And then
1: you've it, got man. all the new Chinese stuff, like the Cherries and the LDVs. The Great Walls. The Great
0: Walls, yep. and... Oh, mate, it's, it's insane. But saturated back in the, nowadays. But in those days, there were less... Uh, if you saw a BMW back in the, those days, that was, like, unbelievable. Now it's like, who gives a fuck? All right, so we discussed on the way up. I used
1: to work for a um, Prestige car yard mm. in WA, so
0: that
1: it was all used Prestige. It was all... The worst car I drove when I was there was uh, Fairlane Gear, mm. which is, you
0: know... Oh, they were the shit. They were the man. shit.
1: But that was the worst car I drove there. I think the best car I drove... I would love to say the Lamborghini Countach, but that was a fucking nightmare to drive. It would have been one of the Ferraris. And I completely forgot where I was going.
0: You worked at a uh, car yard.
1: Well, yeah. Oh, that's right. So the owner of the car yard, who was quite a big celebrity in WA, comes wandering out with his best mate. And his best mate's buying a car for his daughter. Mm. And he's beeline straight over for a 318IS. So that was the sporty little one. He goes, oh, I like this one, mate. And he goes, ah, no, I not fucking sell you that. He says, you're not fucking... You friend of mine, you're not fucking buy that. He's he sending the
0: knife he's back like, in Prague. He's, he's back. Like, <laughs>
1: he's like, that fucking car, that European fucking taxi. No, no, no. No, <laughs> yeah. my
0: goddaughter not drive that. You come up... We look at five series. It was like fucking... Mm. It
1: was hilarious.
0: Yeah. Right? It was- mate, you know, it's a different lens. Like, the nephew upstairs, he's nearly 11. He loves cars. Oh. And his knowledge of cars is... Is better than mine. It's insane. He could be on the podcast. Right he could be now. on the. He'd love to actually. He'd love to be on here talking about cars. But I, I, I kind of feel sorry for him because he's never going to see the rivalry that we had in the local Australian. Let's car be market. honest. By the time he's driving, there's a chance he won't be driving. He won't be driving. That's the big thing. Oh, uh, that's. I don't think that's going to happen. That was uh, one of my favorite. So one of my
1: favorite customers. Definitely
0: be electric. Mm. Self- I don't think so. Self. you are only talking about what? How old is he? Eleven. He's going to drive in another six years. Seven. Seventeen, they drive. So that that's six years, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well. So I'm so I'm like I'd really be surprised if you're going to see more electric cars in six years' time. Uh, look,
1: I think, I think electric. We were discussion upstairs. I'll refer it back to that. I think the electric car. Look, it's great. It's piece shit. I hate mm-hmm. them. Um, I hate these hippies who drive them thinking they're doing good shit for the environment. Well, they f- they forget Go fucking watch a YouTube they, video they, on how they make the fucking uh, battery, just, you I, I, fucking I, avocado
0: eating cocks. I, I was just about to say, <laughs> I was just about to say, man, people forget that more <laughs> Thanks for the energy me editing. More energy. Do you see how I changed the word from yep. to cock? Yeah. <laughs> I was being good. But more energy is used in making that battery there was than article there is in the lifetime. They of need to fossil- figure that shit out. They need to well, figure well, out a Well, no, way to do it. what they yeah. need
1: to do is we need to. S- Okay, so BMW and Audi are actually in Europe and their big thing is and you'll see Audi and they've got a few electric cars, but it's not anywhere near as big mm. as Toyota or any of those companies. Hydrogen. Yep. BMW well, is on its third generation hydrogen motor. Is actually in majority the majority of petrol
0: stations have hydrogen. It, mm. But in the States that's a the case. There's a lot of hydrogen petrol stations in the States. Is there? Yeah, in California areas, yeah, there no, is. No, because they're all fucking yeah, avocados, they're smashed smashed eating, avocado smashed Smash avocado. Yeah, yeah I'm saving so him too. Yeah, I'm being nice. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice to him. Because he looks a bit tired over there, the silent well, one. is he's, he's Jason Relaxation, the silent one. So <laughs> so he's hes not going to say shit. I'm, I'm like young Jamie off <laughs> off the... Silence! Gym. Silence! <laughs> No, you know what? But that rivalry in the eighties between oh, Ford and massive. Holden locally, locally here, was insane. Oh, that's what Bathurst was all about. Oh, right? mate, it oh. was insane. But but the, in the like eighty eight, that's when it was at its, it was the at the highest oh. because Ford and Holden I'd were seen, bringing no, out completely new, new shells, yeah.
1: completely new cars. I think it was more eighty nine because. I think the rivalry was there for family cars, but I think the rivalry really kicked off in 89 when Ford come back into the 5 litre or into the V8 era. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 because they dropped the V8 at the end of the XE, which was what, 84 or 86? Mm. No, it was 84 they dropped the yeah. XE and went to the XF, which
0: ran through to 88. Yeah, because yeah. again, Dad had an XF, and that was a 1985 model, and it was one of the first years of the XF. Yeah. And the XE was before that. That, yeah. that. that had the square. Uh, headlights didn't it very square 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 headlights. Square, square bonnet <laughs> yeah. and this is
1: this is my my nerdism so the difference between the XD and the XE was easily told by the indicator so the indicator on the side of the car on the XE was rounded so mm. it was still triangular shape but had a round edge on it and the XD had a point and the taillight so the XD had three
0: ripples the XF had four ripples yeah. on the tail light. That was, but you know what? I was just thinking now. Like, I guess even the nineties still had that rivalry too, because when Ford bought out the AU, which was a really anticipated car, but it was a disaster. And then Holden an bought out duckling. the duckling. Vi- when it first came out, it was ugly as. But um, at the moment, there's actually a
1: petition out there. I was reading about it yesterday because I had an AU. There's a petition for Ford to remake the AU. Why? Oh, why would they? It was actually one of the most aerodynamic cars ever created in Australia. It just really, did did look like I was going to say, it wouldn't be hard.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, um, we're not exactly known for so our If, if you look at a
1: Series 1 AU in the XR series, you'll yeah. see that some of them, they had a twin wing. It was the ugliest thing. It was like a half loop, and then it had another half loop on top of it. Yeah. It was the only ta- the only spoiler in Australia that actually created downforce on a car. The majority of spoilers on cars. It's aesthetic. Is well, you aesthetic. know,
0: again, the old man, because he had company cars pretty much his whole working life, he had an AU uh, Ford Falcon station wagon. Yep. And we beat uh. the shit out of this thing. Mate, it did about 250,000 kilometers. And the only thing that was wrong with it um, during its life was the handbrake kept getting uh, longer and longer and looser and looser. So at one point... It was like a fault with that car, and he used to say to me when I was driving it, "Just be careful, of the handbrake—it's really loose." And you go, "Okay." Then you go to park, it. holy fuck, the the handbrake would go right up to the roof. Yeah, or the cable stretched. Yeah, out. it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. But but they reckon the um, was it the VE that was the alternative? What was yes. the? It was the VE, was it? No, 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 no. The V. V.
1: Oh no, they went to the VX, wasn't that? No,
0: that. What was the really pretty? not uh, in the mid. Uh, v- Late uh, 90s came out Yeah, before the VAs uh, Before the VE's, uh, okay, There's a lot a of people something. yelling at us out now Yes Yep, they're all Bogans They're all Bogans Because How many Bogans does this podcast uh, actually get? Probably more than you think Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. we get quite a few Bogans Ooh. Shout out to all the Bogans out there in their HSV jackets We love you <laughs> So it was the
1: VK, the VL <laughs> Then you went to the VN, the VP And then that's when they introduced There was a VP2 And then there was the next one What was it?
0: Cause, okay, so the VF was the was the one the last one they did. Was it the VY? No, the VY was after this one. I am thinking of the VY was the square one, but it's the model after. I am thinking it was very, very popular. Because I had one, I actually had one a nineteen ninety eight. I oh. had a Bolina. Yeah, I can't remember. I've got a mental blank. I had a nineteen ninety eight Bolina, the silver. Remember the silver one I had? It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was a gorgeous car. Never let me down. Beautiful. I'm googling. I bought it. It was a three-year-old ex-company car. I bought it. Awesome car. VT. VT, of course. How, we're not, idiots. Yeah, that's a wow, we've had natural. a derp moment. Yes. <laughs> How do we feel? The, the VT? VTs were beautiful. That was we're a really out. nice car. They look, they look pretty, and the AU was a disaster. Well, the, right? but they, I reckon, they were
1: more around the. Oh no, that was BA coming out after that, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah the, the BA was The BA a fixed wild. all the
0: bullshit, right? But you know what, Ford employees were later saying, I read this in an article, Ford employees were disappointed by that because the AU they thought was more ambitious and it what was they wanted was to a, do, and the BA was a step backwards well, in their opinion because they made it a lot more conservative looking. And well, more, they
1: went from an IR, IFS rear end, or sorry, IRS rear independent end. Independent rear suspension. Independent rear suspension back to a, a fixed diff. Yeah, was, Did they? I
0: didn't know that. Mm, the BA, but, the the BA original, looked, but you know what the BA or the Barra, they called it the Barra. That was a code Because well, that was the motor f- Yeah, that was in it. But the interior looked awesome back in the day because it was one of the first like a di- console all integrated yeah, integrated and a digital panel
1: on it. How do you think stereo companies like I used to work for a car stereo shop when I was younger.
0: Strathfield car radios? No, I They weren't. were fucking massive in I the worked, 90s. Remember me. you getting a yeah the Gemini cuz the yeah. the Gemini had an AM only radio. It didn't even have FM, right? Didn't even have a cassette player. It didn't so, have the power to run one, did it? Oh uh, no, I took it to <laughs> Strathfield car radios. They fixed that up. Right, and I said to them, look, can you help me with this shit? And they said, yeah, okay, we can put in a really cheap set of speakers in it and a really cheap radio i think they had a special for like i think it was like 150 bucks or so, 100, less than 200 bucks they put in a whole system for me right but i remember driving off and as i drove off the the motor made an interference with the actual audio <laughs> so you didn't put the suppressor in yes yeah, yeah the, and, I, and i took it back and i go listen every time i accelerate i hear this Tick, 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 and this noise. And they said, oh, we've got to put a suppressor in it. But we don't know if we've got one long enough to reach the aerial because we've got to earth it. Some bullshit. I don't know. What the fuck? And I just said, all I want is an FM radio and a fucking cassette player, <coughs> right, to listen to my, my, my 90s grunge music. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what? That, that FM radio they put in it was shit, man. Oh, FM radios back then. Worked. Yeah, it didn't work very well. It, and it had... Um, the, the stations tended to wander on it, so you had to tune it pretty much all the time. You got in the car, that was a disaster. Well, see, but I, I mean, thought it was kids cool. Kids nowadays man. wouldn't even know that it was an old dial.
1: It was yeah, an it was, orange it thing. You, you used literally to, had to do the. You dial. literally
0: had to do that. And yeah. were, if you were really lucky, like, you had push buttons underneath that would make it yeah, jump to the right space. Oh, so, you know found they will
1: pre-program for stations that no longer existed this when did, I'd got the car. <laughs> but you know what,
0: my little golf, it, it, it shows an, a, a digital version of an analog dial yes. on its dat on its Doesn't panel. Yeah, yeah, to be cool. Yeah. But, you know, look, you forget how, like you said, cars back then didn't even have fucking radios in them, proper radios. Like, as I said, the Gemini didn't even have FM. It had an only AM radio, right? Yeah. And so I went to Stratfield Car Radios to put in a fucking stereo system in it oh. to pretend I was cool. But then, remember in the 90s, everyone went crazy with it. Mm. They put fucking subwoofers in it, the doof, at, doof, a, doof, a, doof. A massive doof, doof, doof.
1: Well, I worked, and, so I worked for a car stereo mob part-time during the early '90s, when that was,
0: oh, man. that was the shiz. Yeah, that was you know yeah. people
1: were spending yeah. the amount of money people spent. Oh, it
0: was out of control, man! Everyone was spending so much money on car stereos. People were spending more on car stereos than what the car was fucking worth. Um, we
1: had so we had a. Uh, I don't want to seem racist, but we had a an car- Asian- curry burner. No, no, he was Asian. Well, they used
0: to call those cars rice cookers. Rice no cookers. Books.
1: Yeah, he yeah, had yeah. rice cooker. So he had a 200SX. <laughs> that's, so,
0: a- that's a rice cooker car. Yeah. That's a rice cooker. So
1: he had a 200SX, right? Beautiful. Spent an mm. spent absolute fortune mm. on it. Um, Did the motor up, put a spoiler kit yep. on it mm-hmm. and all that. It looked the bomb. Yep. He was running quarter miles in it. He was doing drag racing in it. And he decided he wanted a stereo. As you do. So he's walked in, and I still remember Jason, the head salesman there. He was a legend. This guy could sell ice to Eskimos, and they'd beg him for it. (laughs) He was that good. And he's standing there with this guy, and the guy's humming and harrying. He goes, so you want to win a trophy, mate? And he's like, yes, I want to win a trophy. He goes, well, why the fuck are we arguing? Mm. He says if you spend $21,000 and I mean this is 92 that was That's cool. a, lot a lot of money, money. man that yeah. was a massive amount of money he goes you spend $21,000 he says I'll guarantee you will come second he says but if you bring in this new Alpine such and such we're going to spend 27,000 I guarantee you are going to win the
0: competition you'll you What will, was the competition again sorry the best sounding They used sound-offs sound-offs that's what right, they did too yeah and they, used to get I think deci- they still do
1: They used to get decibel meters Yeah, I was big time in wa it was massive and i remember this asian guy like oh, i don't want to spend you you do me deal i spending twenty one thousand, and he's like i can't do anything for you mate this is the latest alpine technology you know i just can't do anything for you and the asian's like oh give me two seconds give me two seconds he walks out and he's, he's got a mobile phone mm. he's making calls and he's making calls and he comes back and he goes what you promised me if we spend thirty five thousand? <laughs> So this, we built this car stereo for this guy. Custom made, all custom door panels. It was oh, beautiful. Guy runs it down the drag strip the next week. Blows it up. No, no, drives in. So he's got the car we installed the stereo in. He's got another 200SX mm. that he's gone out and bought because he dropped a second and a half on the quarter mile because of the weight of the stereo. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Even he that was- wanted that all taken out of that yeah. car and put into this other 200SX that he was getting
0: done up to look like his yeah. race car, so he had a daily driver. Mate, we used to have a... Fucking hell. Mate, we used to have this guy at uni. He bought a Civic, a 94 <sighs> Civic. They were nice cars. and uh, The new ones are ugliest. Yeah, they're ugly. But back That's... then, the 94-era the Civics were really pretty cars, right? Yep. And he got it secondhand and had very low Ks on it, and it was immaculate. And uh, he, the stereo wasn't good enough for, for him, and so he went... First he started off with the deck, then he got speakers, then he, that wasn't enough. Then he was getting a subwoofer, then he had to get an amplifier. Before you knew it, you know the back of those Civics, the hatches, mm-hmm. they used, that fucking whole thing was taken oh. up with a subwoofer and an amplifier in it. Dude, and I if, go, where did you, you, you? Where, you put, your out, golf out, where clubs? you put your golf if you, clubs? If you, if you, you know? walked out of the shop I worked with, for,
1: because it was a top end shop, if mm. you walked out of there with boot space, you <laughs> hadn't spent enough yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But we used to get them so. I had a VL Calais Turbo. Oh, so eighty-seven.
0: Beautiful. Th- loved this. That car. wasn't the Walkinshaw though. Was no, it, it wasn't
1: the Walkinshaw. It was same shape though. Same shape. Didn't have all the big spoilers yeah, on it. Okay. I would have loved the Walkinshaw, mm. but at the time they were kind of really expensive. And I
0: they're collectors
1: now. Still I'm are. sure they are. Yeah, they're, they're massive collectors. This thing, if it was still around, as a collector's item. So I worked for a car stereo mob. So we used to get everything at cost price, and any of the installation stuff was free. So we all had funky stereos. So back in the day. You could cut metal out of a car.
0: I remember people doing mm. this. So yep. you could
1: cut metal to p- bigger speakers. So yep. MB Quartz was a big company at the time, and they came out with a, what was called a it was a three-way component speaker. So you had an eight-inch subwoofer, a six-inch mid, and a tweeter. These were the top-of-the-line speakers at the time. I was like, well, I want them, but mm. I want them in my rear parcel shelf. yep. Yep. So I want, you know, that'll I want that that look awesome. And the, the head installer's like, oh, yeah, we'll do the door panels with them, and we'll do them in the back. We'll put MB Quartz stickers on the car. Yep, we'll do this as show. So this was done as a show car. We cut the rear parcel shelf out. Mm. We refiberglassed it, strengthened it, put boards in there, because you were allowed to do that at the time. Of course, those laws changed, didn't they? Of course. It was about six months after we'd done the install on the stereo. Uh-oh. So I'm driving home one night. I'm... Um, used to drive home the same way every night I used to actually take a mate home literally every night Mm. it was his anniversary so he went out with his missus for dinner I'm driving home pulling up to a set of lights lights turn green I've accelerated away next thing I know I'm spinning down the road drunk driver had come through the red collected me shit because there was no rear parcel shelf in the car the car just crumpled crumpled yeah of course the insurance company what's their first thing Oh, well, You're not insured, mate. Well, the, the sorry, your insurance is null and voided because yeah. you've got no rear part. You've cut metal yeah. out of the car. And no matter how you argued that, look, here's the receipts, it was done a year ago. You know, the mm. laws changed six yeah. months ago. They don't care, retrospective. So, so
0: correct me if I'm wrong too, the other thing that changed was people started putting LED lights underneath their car, like blue, <sighs> yeah. like light colour lights under their car and they were glowing at night. Yep. And I remember going to like places like Parramatta and it'd be on Church Street, they're having something to eat. There'd be somebody coming up on a car and it will be, a, and then you'd be like, and, and underneath the car was like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And I'm pretty certain that the law changed and no, said, you can still said, can it? you still you do it? I don't can think still you still do it. You're not allowed Because wasn't a distraction to other drivers. That was their bullshit. You're only like allowed certain colours, though. Yeah, you're
1: only allowed certain, not allowed red. You're not right, allowed anything of okay. red on the front of your car, which I found out. No, this
0: wasn't on the front, this was underneath the yeah, car. Yeah, but even
1: under the, if you could see red. Right. right. On the front of the car, it was
0: illegal. Mm. Right.
1: And I, the only reason I found out this was because at one stage there, I had a starion Turbo. Do you remember them? Mitsubishi no. Starion. Oh, yeah,
0: I do. Yeah, Starians. I had one of those. And they were a two-door? Two-door, ugly as sin. Yeah, because they were like the... In my little head, I didn't know much about cars back then. I always thought they were like the sporty Sigmas. They were. That's basically that all it was. Yeah, it was. It okay. was a sporty
1: Sigma. Hmm. And I installed a Night Rider light on the front of it. Oh, sick! It looked awesome. It just didn't have the sound effects, but it was this LED went backwards and forwards. Um, coming up on a cop at a set of mm. traffic lights, not thinking anything. I've got my little my Night Rider light going off. Yeah, I got a ticket and I and a roadworthy certificate, a canary as they call them, to. Uh, Take the car back and take that off and get it reinspected over the pits. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just drove and, the drove the car to the wreckers. And Cause you, there was no point taking that car to the wreck no. to the pits. It wasn't passing, even if I took the light off.
0: Because there was that and then the other thing people were doing back in the nineties more so than they do now, but they still do it now. Spinners. Are you talking about spinners? Uh there was that spinners, but what I was thinking was spoilers. Oh. Massive fuck off spoilers, man. Like um on the back of like, cars that didn't need to have spoilers. Like, uh, <laughs> Civics were a classic. They they put spoilers on Civics. They put spoilers anything on... Anything that's a rice burner, man. Anything, man. Like, um, I put a spoiler on a Commodore, because the Bolina I had, the silver VT, that didn't have a spoiler on it, and I thought it looked sick with a spoiler on it, and I did. I put a spoiler on it, and it did. It looked sick. It made, yeah. no, made no difference to the downside. No, like, no, mm. but it looked fucking sick, but well, the only downside was the boot would just shut really, like... Yeah, because there was was gaps and yeah, it it wasn't designed for like that bullshit. But no, it was like a walk control. If you looked at a walk control that come off the factory
1: line, that was the same thing. It was just five glass panels that were bolted on. I'm going to be very controversial. They weren't fucking nice. They weren't well done.
0: I'm going to be very controversial here. Oh, I'm going to get hated, and I'm sorry, my friends that are bogan's and have got HSV jackets and. Love all Chevy this Chevy badges
1: on your fucking Commodore. That's
0: stupid. Fucker nev- shits me. I to- could never... You know what? You know what? Okay. <laughs> Going to that, you got what you fucking asked for, you pricks, because all your holding Commodores are fucked now, and now you're stuck with... Sh- you really did get what you wanted. You got sh- Chevys now. You idiots. Why would you fucking do that? I had a, This is I an know, argument I, I had. built car. This is an
1: argument I had with a mate of mine who's a Holden fucking man idiots. and has a Chevy badge. And I asked, why do you have a Chevy badge? He goes, it's got a Chevy motor. Yes, yeah, so went, what but the so, so what but the car is a, is a is a Holden. Yeah. But it's got a Chevy motor. I went, well, okay, so imagine I am the branding manager of GM Global. Hmm. I come to Australia, I fly into Sydney yep. and I see every third Commodore yep. has a Chevy badge. Do I see any value nope.
0: in, in, in in the, the brand. Holden brand? Do you remember you and I used to talk about this yeah, yeah. at work? We we go, you know what, if I was uh GM globally and I was some yeah, the president or VP, area manager. And they would have done that. You know that. what? And they would have done it. You know what? They've moved to a global platform. They've said, we're going to sell one chassis for every uh, corner of our market mm-hmm. and you guys can customise it to make it more favourable for your the market. environment, yeah. But your Commodore is gone because it's costing us money. You Because spe- remember when Holden spent a billion dollars on the VT or something like this? It was, yeah. It was something about, roughly about that. Oh, sorry, it was the VE. The VE, they spent a billion bucks on it. Why the fuck would I let you spend a billion bucks on a market that's really small and shrinking and doesn't want your car anyway, when I can give you the chassis already built on the cheap and you guys design it to your local flavor? but But it's one car for everybody, right? And you know what? Then you see all these idiots get their uh, their their VTs and their uh, VEs and all that stuff, and they rip the badges off it, and they put Chevy badges on it. That guy's gone, well, that's what you want. That's it. I, I, you, but the part that gets me is when you see people in Captivas. And they do that too.
1: With I've Chevy, seen that I've as well. I've seen it. I've seen a Captiva, a you A fucking Captiva. It's... It's not even which, a Chevy. It's which, an
0: Opel. Which, mind you, Captiva, we we looked at those many, many oh, years ago. what a piece of shit. What an absolute smoking pile of shit. Yeah, he didn't like them. Did, he but see, g-
1: I mean, I think the best part is, so if we're talking about the current car, so the current Commodore, mm. which, I is, hate it. which is an Opel or no, it's Vauxhall, isn't it? Sorry. It's, a, it's a Vauxhall. It's a Vauxhall, it's a Vauxhall. Yeah. Don't like it, man. So mm. General Motors Worldwide has just sold Vauxhall to Peugeot. Mm-hmm. Oh, have they? I didn't know this. So that car is actually being built... By Peugeot of uh, for GM. GM owns the, the chassis, the platform. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they can't do anything with it now because, well, they don't actually own the
0: company that builds
1: it. So the so, next
0: chassis would be from who? From where? Well,
1: they're talking about there's a Cadillac in Australia at the moment that's doing testing that they think they'll rebadge the
0: Commodore as That's the next model. That's what it used thinking. to blow my mind how you'd read in Wheels uh, Will's magazine that GM would have plans as far as 2030. They'd say, we're going to release this chassis in 2022. We're going to release this chassis in 2027. Yeah, all all and, good companies are doing Yeah, that. but that blew my mind. I go, what do you mean? You've got a, a model car that far out in advance? That's insane. Well, But they s- obviously have to. you know. Like So takes- on a
1: side note, so my, my father worked for one of the Australia's big bakeries who happened to have the contract for a certain big, manufacturer of hamburgers in Australia. Mm-hmm. So he got flown to America to have a look at the research facilities for said burger company.
0: Freaking I, me out. No, I'm just getting prepared because you have prompted me we have to do our advertisement this morning. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah.
1: The non-advertisement. I'd love that. Sorry, just going to throw that in. <laughs> I've got, um, I've yeah, got so one that you're going to really like. He um, got flown to America by the, mm-hmm. the big burger company and was shown, so every two floors of this research facility was dedicated to a year so they were 10 years in advance of cooking their fries and they had kitchens designed and flows and all that done for the next 10 years
0: I think you'll find nearly every tech company would be fairly similar as well Hmm. I have to stop you there Rocket Russell oh sorry we will continue our story about cars and other type of cars on certain tracks. Ones that go Ones that go very Well, They very, used to fast. go. Meow. That's right. That's right, folks. Don't be disappointed. Rocket Russell and I will discuss Formula One, you ingrates. But before that, I, I'm i sorry. I'm getting prepared to sell out. Yeah, we and, need to practice. And I like it. I, I've actually. No, I, I'm, I was texting you the other night. This, about one, it. this one's going to rock your world. Oh, I'm glad. This Let's one's going to rock your Am world. Am I going to jump on board? I think this might be the biggest tangent on this show we've ever had. I actually think we're going to tangent. That's, that's that's a big All right, call. so for those that listen to the show, that's a big call. I think <laughs> that gonna, is a massive I think call. we're going to tangent in a big way. Uh, I just I just managed to tangent from I'm, cars okay, to hamburgers. I'm going to give us the Pepsi challenge. <laughs> oh. This is the biggest tangent right, we're going to have. right, let's go. Ready? Roll it monkeys. Oi. <laughs> well, now this is an advertisement. Yeah, they roll it too. Roll it monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so this one so, as part of our advertisement, I just want to say that we're not sponsored by this particular product, but I wish we were, and we may well be in the future. <laughs> but you know what, Rocket Russell, I don't know about you, I don't have children, but you do, and you, I must, do. you must struggle wondering what you can get them for Christmas and birthdays. Oh, but I've it's got a, a perpetual problem. But I've got a. Great product that you might be interested in to give to your well, kids please, for birthday. or Please, Dan, do tell me. I'm always and keen They here. haven't sponsored this podcast today, but I kind of wish they fucking did. And you know what this product is? Um, look, since you've said kids, I'm going to guess it's not fleshlights. It, is it log? It's log. <laughs> That's right. What is log? Log is a product that every kid would love to use. <laughs> and, and whether <laughs> you want to <laughs> snuggle up against it that night... Or if you want to have some fun with it, log is the perfect gift for you. That's right, log. This product, this... This podcast isn't sponsored by Log, but it well should be. And the other thing about Log is, is that it's got its own little jingle when you play with it. That's mm-hmm. right. It goes like this. What rolls downstairs says, and loan in pairs e- and rolls e- over e- your e- neighbor's dog. dog. What's great for a snack and fits on Get your back. back. It's Log, Log, Log. It's, it's log, log, Log. It's, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. wood. It's, it's Log, Log. log. It's, it's better, better than, than bad, it's good. Everybody <laughs> wants a Log. You're gonna, gonna get, get, get it. love a log. log, come on and get your log, everybody needs a, a log, wants a log, love a log. That's right. Did Log. Do do did, did that do. sounds like the present that keeps on giving, Dan. It is. It's one of the best presents you could get your kids this coming Christmas. It I sounds know. like it's there's going to be August. outside and exercise, which is what I'm keen for for my children. So speaking of tangents, fuck I love Ren and Stimpy. I, that's what I that's why I did it. It's a tangent <laughs> of a tangents. So you know what? I remember talking to Rocket Russell at work about Ren and Stimpy. I loved Ren and Stimpy. What a fucking show Ren and Stimpy was.
1: It was my second favorite of the time because I'm still cat dog
0: Oh okay, mm. Catdog was
1: great, but Ren and Stimpy was awesome. Ren man. and Stimpy was fucking brilliant.
0: Look at him lying there asleep, <laughs> President. <laughs> man, the dirt, it won't come off. Oh. I wash off, Stimpy. You idiot, you idiot! Stimpy. What a show! But you know what? They only did two seasons no they've with, done more yeah but without but the writer shit. without yeah, the original creator this
1: But this, I'll go back to a podcast that aired earlier mm. in the week about the Red Dwarf mm. Yep, that was the same
0: great series came back and just
1: hasn't hit those strides again has it
0: according to Cyberdunk shout out to Cyberdunk he listens to this bullshit shit. thank you very much for coming on the show a week or two ago maybe fucking a year ago who knows when we'll upload this bullshit it depends on Jason Re- relaxation the silent one whether he uploads his shit in time to make any kind of fucking coherent sense with it. But, yes, he says the latest series now is actually not bad of Red Dwarf. It's I don't know. I've not seen it. It's still not backwards. The problem with Ren and Stimpy was the original creator, his name was Kelophon... Oh, he was a massive fuck-up, whoever he was. He he had a weird name. (laughs) Yeah, it matches his personality. (laughs) He only was allowed to write two seasons. (laughs) There's a reason for that. And he had a falling out with... uh, uh, what was uh, what's the major kids cartoon Nickelodeon Network? Nickelodeon yeah and uh, that's it and then after that they are written and, and actually he also voiced Stimpy by the way did you know that oh Ren he, he he voiced uh, he voiced Stimpy <laughs> he was the gayest cat ever. Yeah, f- <laughs> <laughs> oh Ren no, let go the kids. But, Dude, see, right, that's right.
1: look at the cartoons back then Ren and Stimpy cat dog <laughs> beaves
0: and butthead yeah fuck yeah I like Pinky in the Brain as pinky well. Pinky in the Brain. Well, there's, there's, there's Pinky up there. I've got a Pinky doll right there. It was my Where? ringtone for ages. Same second shelf. In
1: pin- the in the back, the We're fucking white mouse the in the back.
0: We're pinky and the Brain. See, he's there, Pinky, right there. For fuck's sake, right in front of you, near the Coke can, behind the Coke can. If I didn't have this, big... oh yep, yeah. got him, got him, got him, yeah. got him. See, are you pondering what I'm pondering? The what are we going to do tonight, Brain? To, to, try, to try and pick- take over the world. No, you got it wrong. Same no. thing
1: we do every yeah. night, Pinky. To
0: try don't and take over the, the world,
1: world. yeah. Oh.
0: No, but I love Ren and Stimpy, man. What a fucking show! They were all great. are you thinking yeah. what I'm thinking? What I don't Stimpy? know how we're we gonna the get first, the elephant into the tutu. The first, yeah, <laughs> the first season was the best, <laughs> yes. And the best one was uh, was it Space Space oh. Crate? There was oh, a space one. one where they go insane, yeah, inside. they go insane because they've been on a spaceship for like months. <laughs> And fucking, St- fucking Ren loses his man. wants to, him, mind, wants to man. kill wants to, him. wants to kill Stimpy. And he mm. finds out ways he can kill Stimpy. It's fucking insane, man. Mm. I don't mm. think that show would be allowed to be made today. You know can't. what? You can't find it either. Like, I've been trying... You can get snippets on YouTube. No, you can, man. Where? JB Hi-Fi, no bullshit. No, but I'm talking about, like, streaming media. Oh, uh, no. No, no. You can on YouTube a little bit. That's what I mean. But un- it's close. all over the place. But you know why? It's because we don't have... Um, the Nickelodeon channel channel yeah. isn't here, so no, we don't no, we don't get it. We no, don't get not it. only that, I don't think they'd be streaming that original like, series because what like we found up. during
1: the week the difference between Australian Foxtel and American Shit. Foxtel is fucking yeah, because mm, rude, ludicrous. We, we'll
0: talk about that in another podcast, you know Murdoch. fuck, you know what my favorite <laughs> was this week? They updated Foxtel. Now I'm going <laughs> to fucking <laughs> rant. They, let me let me rant. Do Can I to turn the volume down? Indulge me, right? If we must. You might have to turn the volume down a little bit. because oh, clip. He's- I did. I did promise that I would rant about this. So they updated Foxtel, the IQ4 at least, to have the inclusion of Netflix. But the way they've done the interface, whoever fucking signed on off, off on on that must be a smashed avo- avocado eating prick. <laughs> I, I I saved him. I saved. Well him, done. Right. I'm I'm on a self improvement program, right? <laughs> But um, they've they've put all these tiles on the home screen and you can't find it. It looks worse than the Xbox One dashboard. It's a fucking mess, right? But the best bit is is that you can't actually execute Netflix on its own as far as I can see. You can click on the tile that, like say it's got Stranger Things on the tile mm. of the dashboard on Foxtel. If you click on that, it opens up Netflix and you. but then it starts streaming Stranger Things. The only way to opt open up Netflix as far as I can see from the raw vanilla Netflix menu is by pressing the button on the remote that you don't get. Yeah, you got to pay – did I hear that right? You've you got to pay, pay – extra for unless – well, I'll tell you now. So this is what happened. Let me fucking tell you the story. I rang up Foxtel and I said to them, I want this remote because this this is bullshit the way you've done it. I, was, I had a whinge. I said, the way you've designed that fucking dashboard is a disgrace because if you want me to use Netflix, which is a downgrade actually from running it natively on my TV as the app, right, so I can watch it in Dolby Vision or HDR, which Netflix uh, – which I uh, um, the IQ4 doesn't yet support as far as I'm aware. Is that I can't, a big
1: thing with the IQ4? It's 4K and all that. It is, but
0: it doesn't do HDR yet, oh, right? And so it does support it, but it, it, I can't. It, it's currently doesn't have content, right? So here's the thing: if I want to open up Netflix, I have to open up another fucking TV show. And then Netflix opens up. Then I've got to back out of it and then go through the Netflix window. So right? do you
1: have to have your own subscription for Netflix, yes. or is that yes? So you, yes. So, no, they're so not they're not doing
0: you shit. They're not doing anything for you, man. You've so got they've a, just given you a, a portal. A portal. Yeah, that's to what they done. Yeah. But here's the best bit: to get into that portal, you select the shows that they pop on their dashboard. But they give you a remote that has a Netflix dedicated button on it. You hit the next Netflix dedicated button on it, and it opens up Netflix, right? But because I had got the IQ4 when it first came out back in October last year, I've got the the standard the remote, over here. right? I got the standard remote, so I rang up this I, uh, the the Foxtel people, the good people at Foxtel, who I'll never fucking sponsor, the cocks, and I and I spoke to this operator, and she and I said I want this remote, and she says, oh, okay. And she goes, that'll be 28 bucks or whatever. it is. says, no, it won't be 28 bucks. And she goes, why? Well, I said, I've been a fucking Foxtel subscriber. I've been a customer for 16 years, darling. If I have to pay 24 bucks, you can shove it. I'm not going. I'm not paying shit. I will not pay shit for it. As a matter of fact, I'm getting rid of service. You know what service. she said to me? She says, oh, I have to speak to my supervisor. She became a fucking man child. And she says, oh, I have to go speak to my supervisor. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. And I'm like, well, go speak to whoever it is, but I'm not paying 24 bucks. You're going to give me that fucking remote. I'm not paying shit. And she went, and I heard this. Right. And then she gets back on the phone and she says, oh, you're right. You're entitled to it for free. You get a 100% discount. You know what I said? What's a 100% discount? That means it's free, does not it? And she says, yes, you don't have to pay anything for it. I go, good, send it to me. Fuck off. <laughs> That fucking shits me, man. Like, as if I should even have to ring up. But not only that, they've designed it in such a way that they're in, they're actually forcing you to buy that fucking remote. They are. Because it's useless without it. You can't get into Netflix properly. I mean, the you know when you get into Netflix and it shows everything that's yep. in Netflix? Yep. You can't do that on Fox still at the moment. You have to fucking open their bloody tile, which might be Stranger Things, might be some other bullshit show, and it opens up. Yes, does it? it does open it up. But if I want to go into the Netflix pure menu... I, you can't do it unless you've got the button on the remote at the moment. As far as I'm aware. If I'm wrong, I apologise. What a fucking disgrace. That fucking disgrace. free on my TV remote. <laughs> Fuck off. And then they want you to pay for it. Are you fucking serious now? And that's not a small amount for a controller either. 20, 28 bucks they wanted for it. If Get it was a Logitech multi, multi-controller, then maybe. You know what the best bit is? I said, well, well how long am I waiting for this? She goes, oh, two weeks. Two heart. weeks to send me a fucking remote. What do they do making it in fucking China? And there's a bunch of Chinese go ah, oh, another of Netflix remote meeting Netflix. Not Retrix. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Topic of the show. Let's do it Formula One. Fucking Formula One. We're in the summer break at the top fucking of this recording. Formula One. <laughs> At the time of this recording, it's summer Summer break, break. so there's no action, but there has been action while we've been away, not talking Formula One, and I called it, because I'm fucking a legend. I called it from ages ago. What was there to call? Gasly dropped, right? Now, Rocket Russell didn't argue with me but he said I think they might stick with him for the year and drop him at the end of the year or something that's that what I was, I was I knew Dr. Helmut Marker couldn't resist I just think it's a bad move I think I understand and I've watched well, tons of video on why they're doing it because yes. so let's go why they're doing it right? so
1: basically they're doing it because Gasly hasn't performed this year and they they think they're in a position to take on Ferrari in yes. the Constructors Championship
0: yes, to get second
1: and I think Albon who, who is a brilliant little driver is great is going to be able to get points, basically. Is all he's out to get. Yep. is points. They, yep. They're not worried. They just want the constructors. They want to get into second, so they just need him to finish in the. Yep, up this point. Yep. Here. So they're
0: sacrificing Gasly, in the hope that Albon will get more points, so they can get second in the constructors championship. Yes, I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Jason.
1: I'm not impressed.
0: Now, part of me says that's consistent with their behaviour. It is consistent right? because they've done it before. They dropped Kvyat. Blowing and up Verstappen, I mean, it was the they, same thing. They, they've done up it. They've done it, right? Yeah. So I was not shocked, and that's why I said that would happen, right? Couple of things from this that people aren't really talking about, except for one video I saw from Auto Sport. They're very good, those guys. They are brilliant, and uh, I agree with what they said, but they they, they didn't say it in the way I am going to say it. Kvyat's fucked because Helmut Marco didn't promote him to Red Bull, which
1: he should have done, which he
0: should have because he's more experienced than Albon. But the fact that he overlooked at, overlooked him, even after he got a podium in the German Grand Prix, this is Kiviat I'm talking about, yep. says to me that he's fucked, right? And I agree 100% with what the autosport guy said. Kvyat's got to get out of Toro Rosso. He's done at Red Bull. He's done. He's done. It's over for him, right? Because if you can't get promoted now after dropping Gasly, you're never going to get promoted, right? Wow. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if if helmet marco is probably uh, scrupulous enough to actually suggest there's there's other drivers out there that he'll fuck uh uh kvyat off from Toro rosso as well he's not safe he's not safe at red bull no, he's got is, to get he out he should have got the look i he should
1: have got the seat he should have got the yep. seat albon's only done what 12 races yep did his first wet formula 1 people race people forget kvyat
0: did the all of 2015 alongside daniel ricardo he actually outscored daniel ricardo now now He outscored Daniel Ricciardo in 2015 only because Ricciardo had a shocking season in terms of reliability. Reliability. Had nothing to do with him. But Kvyat was in the Red Bull all of 2015. In 2016, it got to about the midpoint before the summer break. And then Helmut Marko came in and said, you're gone and I'm putting Verstappen in, right? And then after that, he went into a downward spiral, right? He went off for you, didn't he? He went off, yeah. So... He is the more experienced driver for Red Bull. The fact that he didn't get promoted into the senior team says a lot to me, and I agree with what Autosport said. He's done. He's gone. He's gone, man. I'm telling you now, gone. he's done. Gone. So it's a pity, because he he's I, actually showed maturity this year. He has a lifeline. And the lifeline might be Haas. Because there's rumors now, I don't know if you've heard this little cracker, there's rumours that Haas might actually still piss off uh, Grosjean or Magnussen or both. I've heard grosjean Grosjean should go, because Grosjean's. Be- this is
1: he- why I'm really disappointed this week, that nothing bar the Albon shit has dropped this week. I was hoping we'd have the Bottas decision we'll done by this it. week. We'll and, get to it. Know, uh, we'll get to it.
0: We'll get to this shit, right? But the lifeline might be for kvyat cuz i want kvyat to stay i think he's been awesome this I year i think
1: this year he has really And you know what'll be really driver. annoying
0: if someone like is still in formula 1 next year but kvyat's not cuz that says to me that's bullshit cuz Grosjean, i don't care what anyone says he's never impressed me once in formula 1 he was once linked to ferrari to go to ferrari remember that around 2013 he was linked to go to Ferrari, and I went. You know why? Why would he be linked? He's shit. He's not that fucking good. He's only fast every other weekend when he fucking feels like it. But other than that, the prick whinges. And ever since he's been in Haas, he's all he's done is whinge. And now he's at Haas this year. He's been in a fucking abomination with his. He's more more of a whingier prick than I am. And that's saying something because I'm a fucking whinger, right? And fucking Grosjean, <laughs> right, might outlast someone like Kiviat. and that's wrong, right? and so but but grosjean if he does go there's a rumor that kiviat might actually jump ship and i think he needs to now because you know what he probably sat at toro Rosso going now if Helmut marker puts me in red bull that means i'm back and i'm going to prove that i'm worthy to be there and everyone would have said you know what you deserve to be there now because you were on the podium in germany right and ever and all the other races too you've been consistent right he got overlooked that says to me, helmet marker doesn't like him. And once once helmet like marker doesn't like you, you're fucked. Yeah, that's why Ricardo's gone too. I think that's why Ricardo well,
1: actually was actually an article this morning. Ricardo's talking about the main reason he left was his race engineer being promoted to the factory.
0: Really? No. And he, what well, he didn't want to hang around because of that. Well, apparently he's got a really good relationship
1: with a race engineer, so apparently that was his deciding factor.
0: You know, uh, well, it's just let's park and, the,
1: we, and the Honda is. Park
0: well there's a do you know uh, uh Ricardo's being sued for ten million pounds? Yes. Do you know about this? this? mate, yes. this is fucking big. So Ricardo, I, I think Ricardo's having a shocking year because Ricardo, apart from Renault, we'll get to fucking Renault. Ricardo is being beaten up at Renault, and he's also now being beaten up in his personal life because this fuckwit's come out yeah, and this said this guy's just a fuckwit. He's a fuckwit, but he says he's he's taken Ricardo to court and he wants to sue. He's suing him for ten million pounds because he says that Ricardo said offhandedly that he was entitled to twenty percent of his if he's rent revenue if he got to Renault. And like Daniel's come out and said, he says I never said that. No, I gave you twenty That's percent
1: right. as a bonus. That's for one right. Of my previous signings doesn't mean that
0: sets but the you know bar what the fuck up is. There's no paper trail. To He's support. got no chance then. Not well. No, There's both no... party both parties might be in trouble because an informal agreement might actually be construed as a contract. Sometimes a handshake but, but, can be taken as a contract. Yeah, but how how are you going to prove that in a court of law? Well, uh, it might be some uh, little bit of evidence against Ricardo. But what I what I'm saying is, I don't know the ins and outs. That's a distraction for him. That's a distraction for him. That's more shit that he doesn't need. He hasn't had a good year. No, no. And, and all the other shit that he's dealing no. with at Renault, and, right? And,
1: and as we know, well, as you know, because we've discussed this during the week, I'm I I've had my blinkers on all year. I've been the... What did I say? I've been. I've had my blinkers on all year saying that. It's okay. It's a rebuilding year for Renault. What did Renault. I say? This is why he's having a shocker.
0: What did I say? But
1: after that video the other day... Yep. I'm... They're in I'm crisis. Now, they're, they're
0: fucked. They're fucked. Renault are fucking gone. And, okay, so I gave you a homework assignment. What was it? I gave you the wackiest of wacky theories. Have you had time to marinate on it? What was the wacky theory? My wacky theory was this. Renault will pull out at the oh. end of 2021... And Ricardo will retire at the end of next year. Look, there's not much out there, but after watching that, he's too young to retire. No, he doesn't give he, a fuck. He's got the Aussie yep. attitude. You know? He's actually older than you think. He's mm. thirty this. He's thirty this year, and in Formula One now, that's ancient, right? <laughs> that so, used to be the going age for Formula One going, driver. Used, used to be when you're in your prime. Now he's a little bit on the old side, and that's going to work against him. I hope I'm fucking wrong with what oh, I'm about to say. I hope I'm wrong. But, but when I saw that uh, video from Autosport, and those guys are never fucking wrong, by the way, when I when we learned about that Renault are in fucking more crisis than we actually uh, thought, then I went to you immediately and I said, they're done. I'm telling you now they're and done. And I'm on the bandwagon Because here's a whole thing for everybody, mm. and for you, Jason, relaxation. Renault went into the Formula One program again saying that they would win the world title spending 15% less than Mercedes were at tw- at the year 2014, when they're in 2019, right? And Mercedes are spending way more than they were in 2014 because they get a lot more money because mm-hmm. they've won the constructors, right? Well,
1: not only that, but there was the... So Renault wasn't around for the renegotiation of no. the TV money. That's so right. They lost out. They lost out in a big way. And Mercedes and Ferrari, well, Ferrari just... They just give them yeah. money because we're Ferrari and we're fucking wicked. Mm. And Mercedes-Benz. But whatever. you know the
0: problem with Renault? I was thinking about this the other day before we get to the real big rant that we've got. Renault have not done themselves any favours over the last 10, 15 years. You know why? They enter the sport, they leave it. They enter it, they leave it. Yeah. Let's go back. There's no consistency. No. Let's go back. In 2004, they were in, they were in the... They Formula One, uh, no, I'm an engine supply, weren't yep. they? Yep. No, no, they, they they had their own team, but they weren't doing well. No. Then in two thousand and five and six, they won the world title with Fernando, Fernando Alonso, Nolando. right? Then in two thousand and nine, they pulled the fucking pin again, right? Then in two thousand and twelve, I think it was maybe thirteen. I'm probably a year or two out with all of this shit. They came back into it. Then they fucking left. Then in twenty sixteen, they came back in, right? And when they came back in in 2016, they weren't really. They were half dipping their toe in the water. They had people. They had drivers like fucking um, what's his name, uh, 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 uh what's Jolie and Palmer, right? They weren't really serious about it. Then they started making oh, 2017, we're going to be serious now because we're going to build towards 2021. Now, because the regulations aren't finalised for 2021, I don't think they're really uh, keen. On them because, as Auto Sports said, they they're weren't part of the negotiating table because they weren't a manufacturing team in the sport during the times that the other teams decided on the rules. And they haven't got the power now to be a big factor in the rules for 2021. They're not part of the table, they're no. not at the table because they're not big enough. And the other fuck-up is, is that they won't commit to actually putting more funds into the program. Yeah. So when they've gone to their board, their investors, the their, their board and said, are we going to stay in Formula 1? Yes, they did say they would, but at the fucking fraction of the budget that Mercedes, mm-hmm. Ferrari, and Red Bull are, are putting into it. So they're never going to fucking win. And they're uh, never going to win.
1: And as we've been discussing during the week, and the, the video quite clearly states, is you know you look at like... Um, That's Ind- right. Well, Sorry, Racing Point. I nearly said Force India. Yeah, yeah, Racing, Racing Point. Point. And all these other teams at the moment are spending big bucks yep. on wind air tu- tunnels, wind tunnels yep. and facilities, facilities. Because as of next year, you're capped on the amount of money you can spend. So there's companies... They're year. spending it now. They're spending yeah. it now. Yeah. They're getting the I infrastructure I think Renault down. might have
0: done that. I think Renault spent, a, a, what, a billion bucks on their uh, their facility there at Enstone. And they reckon it's state of the art. But the other thing is, is that they're not spending enough on their other... Like the uh, is it uh, v- 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 Viery- Chatton, which is the engine location oh, yeah. they build their engines. They don't spend. They haven't got enough money invested in wind tunnels. They haven't got enough. They're not spending now in the in to to preempt the <laughs> inevitable cost cutting mm. measures of of the future where they're not allowed to spend as much on their facilities. So they're fucked. I'm telling you now, they're fucked. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. They're right gone. now, I was sitting there listening to this, and then I texted you, Rocket Russell. And I'm like, okay. I wonder now how that. What what did Daniel Ricciardo see that we don't know about? Does does sell him the idea that he's going to potentially well, the, be in a championship meeting too? The winning article team.
1: this morning come come out and he said he's. he's his main issues were so Simon, I think it was Simon something, is his race engineer he's had forever. Yeah. Was moving back to the factory, which concerned him. He had a really good relationship, which is understandable. A lot of race engineers like to take, yeah or racers, sorry, like take their race engineers with them. Look look at
0: Schumacher. He oh, took- Massa was uh, with, uh, what's his name? With the, that English guy. Ma- Felipe Massa was with that guy for years. Yes.
1: Michael Schumacher basically bought his entire team from Benetton to Ferrari. And Lewis
0: Hamilton's with Bono for, for ages. He's been yeah, with he, uh, Bono. He dragged him yep. from
1: um, McLaren, McLaren yep. over. Yep. So they get a really good bond together. So that was apparently a really concerning part mm. for him. And looking down the grid
0: at Honda, he was really concerned with the reliability of Honda. You know what? But I, I, I think there's two people that have made mistakes here, or about two entities Ricardo made a mistake with that and said to McLaren, "McLaren, he's oh, another little wacky rumor for you. McLaren would have been better staying with Honda, right? But have you heard the latest little wacky rumor with McLaren? They want out with Renault. They want to go back to Mercedes engines because they feel if they're with Mercedes power again, they have got more of a chance of being uh, a, a title contender. Have you heard that bullshit? I haven't heard that one. That's, that's a, a that's a wacky that's, that's a wacky one, right?" But I'm te- but, but see now there's a problem, right? Because now Red Bull are talking it up about being title contenders for next year. Now, have you heard this? Yes. They actually believe they're going to go back to their winning ways and be title contenders in next year. Well, I hope but, they right? are. And, and I'm telling you now, Renault won't win a fucking thing. No, they won't be on the podium. Renault they won't, won't even. Win they're that. not even Mate, in the fucking points. They won't even be top ten. They're no. not even in the points. They're getting further away. And now, yes. and then I saw that article of Autosport, right? And they're saying, well, they're not even investing. They've got a fifteenth of the budget of the big boys, and they're not—they're—they're they're okay to stay in the sport. But, but you know what? They're ne- fucking idiots. Investment is needed. In the it. investment's needed, and they haven't signed off on the investment that's required. But here's the best bit, right? They want to win something within the next year or two to 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 say, yeah, we should stay in the sport. But they won't win shit with their mm. current budget. So current I want to know if I, I if if Daniel Ricciardo was sitting here. I'd say, look, man, I reckon you're awesome. But what did you see that I didn't see as an outsider looking in that makes you think this team's going to win fucking anything, let alone a title in the next couple of years, right? Because I'm telling you now, they're getting further away. And after I saw that autosport art, because it goes back as far as 2009. It goes back to Flavio. Flavio Briatore, who, who, by the way, I, I remember having a lifetime ban in Formula One, as far as I'm concerned, because he was part was... of he was part of Singapore Gate. Remember that and many other things.
1: I mean, it wasn't that wasn't the only thing he got done for, was it?
0: He got done for mainly Singapore Gate, Gate, where he asked Nelson Piquet Junior to crash so Fernando Alonso could win. They'd they'd rigged the uh, the race. And so Flavio Briatore got a lifetime ban. He couldn't enter the Formula 1 paddock ever again. That was what my understanding of it was. Yep. Now this this guy here, right, who's a criminal, he fucking cut the budget for Renault in their engine department when he was managing the team. Remember that? Yep. yep. That cut. came out of the Autosport article. I, I didn't know that. So there's a, and and so because of that they couldn't get their resources ready oh. for the hybrid engines in 2014. So they lifted his lifetime ban in 2013. Oh, did they? That's convenient, isn't it? Yeah, they The heard... guy fucking fixed the race. He fixed the race and they lifted his lifetime ban. That's bullshit. He shouldn't be anywhere near a paddock. And you know what? They sh- he shouldn't be managing people. He's manage- he's managing drivers too, you know that? Is he? I fucking oath he is. That's how he makes his money. He's a manager. He always has been. He managed uh, Michael Schumacher.
1: At one stage, At yeah. At one
0: stage, yeah. That's, That's why, why he went to Benetton. He took him to Benetton and then Benetton won championships in uh, 1994 and 95. Five. At Enstone, by the way, that Enstone team. They are a championship winning team. But yeah. the problem is they're fucked by Renault. Renault Rena- See, the problem is Renault don't want to commit fully. They don't want to dip their toe fully in the water
1: and see formula 1's you know, not a sport you can dip a toe into the no. water you need to be committed no. or you just no there's no point so there. i don't
0: know what daniel ricardo saw that we didn't see and i also feel pay, now pay, after pay seeing checks. all of this no, no no not the it's not the, not about the Apparently money the
1: the money he's he's written that one off and mm. every article i've ever read it's not the money it's not the money although i do think i do
0: think he was hurt when he found out verstappen was earning a lot more than he was at red bull i think that hurt him And that would hurt you because he's a more senior team member. He won more races than Verstappen ever did at that point. Yeah. Right. And he'd proven himself a lot. But you know what? I think it goes a bit more personal than that. I think Dr. Helmut Marko, who also this week or the week before said, quote unquote, we've never had a driver as good as Max Verstappen." Verstappen. That's bullshit. So you're telling me that fucking Vettel who won four championships with you, wasn't a good driver as Verstappen? You're telling me Daniel Ricciardo, who fuck, you fucked, by the way, at Monaco, right? And never really said sorry to him. You're saying that he's not as good as Verstappen is? And that's the other little article that came out too. Verstappen's killed so many teammates. <laughs> that's, that's actually great That was a great, <laughs> that's that was a a great, great article. Read. Verstappen has ruined so many team members because every team member that comes up against him is fucked, right? Gasly, right? Fucked. Uh, who else did he ruin? Oh, Ricardo left on his own merit, but Ricardo, I think, I think Ricardo did loop a a bit about Max too. I really uh, do the, feel that. The, there had to be something. Yeah, there. There's some, even yeah. though he it says no, it wouldn't have no, just been your race engineer no, and the motor. No, 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 no. It's Verstappen. I also feel the preferential treatment Verstappen was getting. Yes. Because apparently they've designed this car around Verstappen. Right? Yeah, and that's you know. It's... So there's that Pierre Gasly gone, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Carlos Sainz Jr. When they were at Toro Rosso, gone. Gone. He's ruined so many teammates, and, and th- they reckon. This
1: is, this is what I was saying to you during the week. Is I'm really worried because I think Albon.
0: I mean, he was what second in the F2 last year. You know all that Albon has to do. He's just got to be closer to him. He's just, if if Verstappen finishes fourth, Alexander Albon, you finish fifth. Whereas Gasly was nowhere man he was nowhere in near fucking Verstappen nah. you know like that's all he's got to do all right? and Pierre I think uh, it's come to light that Pierre said uh, Pierre Gasly this is has said that he never really got his uh, handle on the uh, car the nah. car because it was set one- up it was set up and designed for Max Verstappen and I actually think that maybe Daniel got wind of that too right and he fucked off. But it's obvious to me how good Daniel Ricciardo is because he could actually go toe to toe with Verstappen.
1: Yeah, he could. If he
0: had the car, the yep. right day, he the could. Right car, yeah, mm-hmm. he could. Now Verstappen would beat him in qualifying, and he would beat him in races. But Daniel Ricciardo could hold his own against Verstappen. No, yeah. no question. He could beat him in qualifying as well. I mean, he up did. Until like, well, he got, actually oh, that before. was the best moment when he got pole in Mexico. And fucking Verstappen got sour grapes over it because Daniel put it on pole and Verstappen put it uh, alongside him and that was going to be Verstappen's at that time first, first pole, pole. And he and he would have been the youngest pole sitter in the history of Formula One, but he got fucked and Daniel Ricciardo fucked him. And that's why Ricciardo was so happy about Joking. it. Remember that? He goes, oh, I, at least someone believes in me. That was what it was all about. You know, Christian Horner plays favourites too. I don't care what anyone says. And I know you don't like him, but fucking Mark Webber has even written that in his book. Right he actually wrote that Christian Horner plays games yeah, and plays well. favourites, right? So, look, I don't know what Daniel Ricardo saw when he went to Renault and looked around the facility and was promised that it was going to be... An, I, I just do not see them. I hope I'm wrong. I don't see them winning shit. And I actually see them pulling out, right? And I reckon at the end of the day... If Daniel writes a book, and I reckon he will, he will write that Cyril Abutbul was the greatest car salesman in the fucking world. Because I reckon he sold him a lemon. I really do. Yeah, no, he did. No. I really do.
1: Uh, as as we know, I've been on the fence all year, going, no, it's a development year. It's a development mm. year. I've had my blinkers on. I no, man. last it's worse. week or
0: two, it's they're in fucking crisis. You know what? I, I was bored one day, so you know what I did. I fucking googled Renault in crisis. You know what I got? One article about Cyril Beatball admitting that this year that they've got a communication crisis. One of their big issues this year, according to him, is they can't communicate between the different departments. So one department wants to fabricate some new parts because they've designed it, and and apparently it's going to give them some aerod- aerodynamic efficiencies. And the manufacturing department hasn't been able to make the shit in time, right? And so he's called it a communication crisis. Well, you know what I'd, I'd I'd say, Cyril, that's your fucking job to sort out. Yeah. If he doesn't go at the end of this year, Renault aren't serious. I'm, it's I'm saying a fairly easy fix. If Renault don't get rid of Cyril, teams? no, no, Microsoft Teams yeah. that'll fix your problem. But, but if
1: Cyril doesn't but go, see, to, you got to wonder because we were discussing Haas during the week. So Haas's
0: um, team, Delara, Delara make the chassis in the US.
1: Yeah, so they got the US. They've got aerodynamics is done out of the Ferrari factory in Maranello. They actually have mm-hmm. a dedicated team that lives at Maranello doing aerodynamics. Yep. Well, if they can get over a communication problem. Well. I mean, in saying that they're having a shocking year as well. What does yeah, that but, say but, about? You? A
0: l- well, a lot of that is apparently due to their. Um, they've got the Delara manufacturer making the chassis in the US. They they get stuff out of um, the UK. They have got most of their stuffs out of the UK. Stuff's built in the UK. So this year, this year they are having a really bad. Uh, the communication issue in terms of getting bits bolted on at the right time. That's their biggest issue. I don't know if it's that. But it's also is a it fundamental more it? Because, I mean, you. Well, look, there's a fundamental well, issue. They're running with it. two cars at the moment. They're running Melbourne spec car, yeah. which is doing quite well, well and the current spec well, car, which is. This mm. is why they're now pointing fingers at the drivers, because they're saying, you fucks aren't giving us the right feedback. Now, I'll give credit where credit's due. Paul DeResta, who's on Sky F1 as a commentator and an ex uh, Force India driver, made an awesome comment. He said, well, you know what? These guys shouldn't be whinging. These guys should be actually um, telling the team what's wrong with the car, right? And they're not doing that. They're not actually doing a good job of it. What's, what have you found?
1: Nothing. No, no. I can't really say. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere Siri
0: heard you <clears throat> talking and decided... Oh, I hate these fucking... These monitoring devices. But you know what I mean? The drivers are not giving them the technical feedback they should be, right? But when we go back to Renault... Mate, I do not know how they get themselves out of this bullshit. They don't have the investment, right? I don't think they've got the team. I really don't. I They say they've built the team. I don't see it. I don't fucking see it. Basically, you just have to go back to the last race. out qualified by Williams. Mate, isn't that beautiful? Oh, I
1: Look, the...
0: Well, that As was you, due to that. That kind of makes me a little bit happy inside. Yeah, though. but that was due to a uh, they got blocked in traffic. Thank you for fuck. Yeah, I know. You, losing the Williams yeah. is never good. Williams, <laughs> Williams got a thing, yeah. man. You know. Well, you know what? Yeah. Let me. T- I'm gonna put. I, I'm gonna give you another little example. They must here. have been stoked. In I'm the I'm gonna Williams give you an garage. example of why they shit. Right. Which one? Renault. Okay. Right. I thought you were gonna pick they, up Williams. No, 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 no. I don't care about Williams. I'm, I care about Renault. Right. Because I like Daniel Ricciardo, and I think he's been fucked. Oh, I think he's been fucked. I in think big he's way. been fucked and lied to, and I actually think, like I said, my wacky theory is he runs out of contract at the end of next year. If he doesn't feel confident that they're progressing or their championship year, which was supposed to be 2021, is a reality, yeah. if there isn't a seat at Ferrari, which it probably won't be, and he, and there isn't a seat at Mercedes, which it probably won't be, and we'll get to Mercedes in a minute, he's going to walk away from Formula One. I'm telling you now, he will. He'll go. Fuck it. You know why? Because he almost fucking walked away last year. Yeah, well, he's got that Aussie spirit. Yep, doesn't Fuck care. It. Fuck it. Fuck right, it. I've made my money. And I'll tell you where I've he'll go. I've had a good time. You know he'll go. He'll go to V8s. If he comes to V8s, he'll go know, to V8s. He'll a massive V8s. He'll here. draw a massive crowd. He, he? will go ah, to. Dude. My prediction is he'll go to V8 supercars. And I think V8 supercars will accept him with so open arms. So do you? Arms. Do you accept my wacky theory? I do. I do. It's not crazy, is it? It's not at no. all. So I reckon this time next year, we will have a better feel for it as to whether my wacky theory is wacky or not. Because all Renault needs to do is get a couple of really good points, maybe a podium finish. Podium and, then, and, nice. and, then, and then it changes everything. Because what the Renault board needs is that they need some they kind need of, of evidence. Confidence. They need confidence. And if they get a podium at a performance, <clears throat> as opposed to like... um, <clears throat> Excuse me, as opposed to like... An act of God, like the German Grand Prix, because let's be honest, Nico Hulkenberg, if he got at the podium, which he should have, because he binned it, that would have, that was an act of God. That wasn't because of performance, right? No. And so, so a, you build a fucking drag strip down the side of a fucking Formula. Yeah, One. but you know what? They're Formula One drivers. They should know better. They should know. I'm better, sorry. But- they should they should know that it's there. Yeah. They should do their track walk. They should be good enough oh, to they avoid it. Their track and walk. you know what?
1: No one was expecting it to be as yeah, slippery but, as it but, was. But,
0: but Kimi and got out. out of it. He fucking skated across that thing and treated it like a rally car. That's how good Kimi Räikkönen <laughs> is. Did you see? Right? You seen, oh, you don't. You seen the in Instagram this week? He's bought his son
1: Robin a go kart. Yeah, I saw that. He's eight years old or something. Mm. He already go-karting his son. But yeah, you go.
0: So here's my little wacky theory of Renault. I want to I continue this. Renault, all championship winning teams show progress a year or two years before they win. Right? Now, let me give you some examples. So, So, so we're talking Williams winning 2023? No. <laughs> let me give you some examples, right? Real world examples. 1997... McLaren started winning a race or two, and they started getting podiums. Yep. Right? Now, that year, Ferrari was much better than McLaren, and Williams won the Constructors and Drivers' Championship. But in 1997, they were showing progress. 1998, after regulation changes, guess what? McLaren destroyed the field and won drivers and constructors championships. They continue that in 1999, but then were beaten by a better, a better Ferrari in 1999. Yeah, Ferrari in 2000, in 2000, they won the the driver and constructors championship in 2000. Right now, 2003, Renault. Sorry, 2004, Renault started showing better performance. And then in 2005 and six, guess what? Fernando Alonso won the championship sure. and the Constructors' Championship for Renault, yep. right? I could keep going on. 2013, Mercedes started showing better performance. Well, go back to 2010 or 2011 for Mercedes. They showed better performance. Yep, but They so weren't fair. winning all the time, but right. they showed better performance. Then in 2014, the rest is history. They destroyed the field and won all, everything, right? And what I'm saying now is is that if Renault want to win in 2021, you've got to see some bit performance now. They can't be fucking 16th, 17th or not in the points. They've got they got to be in the points. They've got to be fourth or fifth or something. Then next year, they've got to be on the podium. And you know what? Even better, they should win a race or two. Well, they're they're no to be ahead of their customer era. teams. I mean, the, at the end of the day, that's well, what you got to do. Well, you know what? I'll tell you where they should be. They should be where McLaren is this year. They should be, but McLaren, even better.
1: McLaren has turned it on, but McLaren they should be done it. This but they year. should be
0: even better than the McLaren.
1: Yeah, well, that's a customer team. That's right. You know, That's they a customer be team. Well
0: and truly ahead of McLaren. That's right. So they're a disgrace. Renault. They're a, they're in crisis. They're a disgrace. They're fucking done. I've called it now. That's my Nostradamus prediction. They will pull out of the sport at the end of 2021 when things don't go their way. And Ricardo will see that they can't win in 2021. And he'll, and he's out of contract next year. And he'll fuck off. If he unless he good, gets unless, unless he gets a Mercedes or a Ferrari drive, he's gone. Why would you go back to anywhere else? He's not going to go to Heart. Fuck. I'd love he's to see him in a go- Ferrari. So would I. So it's would weird. I. But you know what? Could you imagine Melbourne? Awesome! It'd be a sea of red, oh, wouldn't it? Fuck. But you know what? I don't think the culture would fit him. You reckon? Vice actually, and, I don't And vice versa. That. I'm
1: actually agree. The he's quite, too chill back. Yeah, yeah. he's way yeah. too. He's chill too chill for back.
0: No, so I, I don't think it suits him. Or vice versa. I think Mercedes would suit him well. Mercedes, Mercedes would be okay. It's all about efficiency. You know, Michael's Hamilton's flamboyant. Yeah, impersonality. One fucking word for him. Well, well, him and Hamilton get on pretty well, don't they? Even though Hamilton, they would dick. initially be okay as teammates.
1: Yeah, but then you'd have the Nico Hamilton yeah. issue. Yeah, within but you know what? I actually
0: yeah. think that would be a, one of the best driver lineups ever. <gasps> Ricardo and Hamilton, awesome. You re- awesome. reckon uh, Merck would even consider that? No, no. Because mm. you know why? I'm going to answer. I'm going to move on to this now. I think Bottas is safe at Mercedes. I think they would have announced it by now. I think he's safe. So You know why I say that? And I could be wrong. I could look like an idiot on Monday or Tuesday or whenever they announce it. Because I think Hamilton's going to want Bottas to be there. Because he knows he can beat Bottas. And Bottas doesn't rock the boat. He's chilled out. He just wants to fucking drive in a Mercedes and pick up the occasional win. I'm telling you now, that's what it is. I'd like to say he's staying, but I, I don't know. Just well, who's totally... gonna go, well, Ocon might go there. Ocon's, I think Ocon's going to go to Renault. By the sounds of it. The, the the one I've heard at the moment is Ocon into Bottas' seat, Bottas to
1: Renault.
0: I, saw, I heard that wacky theory too. And
1: Hulkenberg. Where
0: was Hulkenberg in the
1: wash-up? I think he was at Haas, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. In the, yeah, yeah. the wash-up. Looks like, looks like if that's going to happen, Hulkenberg will go to Haas. Yeah. And you know what? I feel sorry for Hulkenberg because he'll never get a podium. <laughs> never. Never. You no. know? But he, he'll go this year, for sure. Yeah, he'll go. He'll move You somewhere. know what? Even though he said this before the German Grand Prix. I'm staying. He, I'm, I'm staying, staying at I'm Renault, staying. he said. I don't know, mate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure fucking Gasly was saying that last yeah, week as well. <laughs> Gasly was saying that. Yeah. So I, I, I think uh, Bottas, I think's going to stay. That's my gut feel. I could be very, very wrong. Ocon, I think, is going to probably end up at, uh, at Renault, maybe something like this, or maybe stay at Mercedes as a test driver. I, I don't see there's room at the inn for him. I'm sorry. I'd I'd like to see him get a drive because I think he's a great driver. He's great, yeah. But Renault would want him because he's French. Renault want that. They'd love a French one. No, because you remember the French Grand Prix. How many? There was a sea of yellow. There were so many Renault supporters there. And again, that's what the board wants to see, because yes. it sells cars. And you give a French driver in a French Put car, a French driver yeah. in a French
1: Grand Prix. Oh, my God. And if God. the car's
0: competitive and he's on a fucking podium in a French Grand Prix, what more do you want, right? I don't even think they'd care if he was competitive,
1: as long as Renault was competitive. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. But the fact you've got a French
0: driver in a French car and a French... Oh, it's just, It'd be huge. Yeah. You know? I don't know, man, but I think Bottas is safe. I just Only because Hamilton wants him there. You know why? Because I actually think... I think Bottas is a great second driver. I mean, he's awesome.
1: You know, he's one of the best second drivers and, of all time, up there with Massa. But I also, think, I also
0: think you're overlooking the fact that up until recently, he's been a great teammate for Hamilton. He's actually done his job. He's been really competitive, and he's really competitive. He's dropped off a little bit. So he's gone from Bottas 2.0 to maybe Bottas (laughs) 1.5, right? But he's actually probably better than he was up until last year. Better than he was last year, yeah, for sure. That's why I think he'll stay. And you know what? I reckon Hamilton wants him there, and I reckon uh, Toto Wolff doesn't want to rock the boat too much. You bring someone in like Ricardo, man, you're gonna have you're gonna rock the boat. You got two egos in that team, man. Yeah, two egos is not good. Daniel's a nice ego. He's a nice, but I reckon Hamilton won't want him. In the team. He won't want him. You know why? Because Hamilton's a dick. Yeah, but I reckon Hamilton's got this little thing in his contract. I get to pick who my teammate is. I fucking wouldn't... Well, Schumacher had it. Schumacher had it. Yep, he did. And Ferrari, he did. That's why Barrichello, who you sent me an article on this week... Sorry, that's
1: kind of exciting. He's coming. So, Australia's holding its own Mm -hmm. open-wheel card. We're calling it the S5000, which makes me think of Tirana's. Yep. But, you know, um, and Rubens is coming down for it for yep. the opening race in Adelaide, which I'm almost contemplating going to Adelaide. I don't like going to the serial killer capital of the world.
0: Buy <laughs> the, uh, the biker capital of the world, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Rubens, was awesome b- in Ru- oh. Rubens was an awesome... Lots of barrels in there. Rubens was an awesome teammate. <laughs> that, that's for
1: sale, that place. Is it? It's cheap, apparently. They no. can't sell it. <laughs> no shit.
0: Yeah, Rubens was great. Was b- so it- was Felipe Massa. Uh, you know what? Initially, I didn't want Felipe because he came from Sauber. I think it was Sauber. Into um, Ferrari, and I was disappointed when I heard that because I always thought Felipe, um Rubens back in the early two thousands was one of the best teammates oh. that Ferrari ever had for Michael Schumacher. He was brilliant, but man. Felipe proved his worth after oh. Schumacher left because Felipe almost won the little the the title in yeah. two thousand and eight. Yep, so. Missed it by a couple of points to Kimi. Didn't he, he got fucked by what was that? And he Hamilton that. didn't Hamilton pass. This was in Brazil. Hamilton passed somebody to to finish fifth, and that's how Hamilton won the two thousand and eight title. There was something. It was weird, some silliness yeah. like that. He didn't win it. He, 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 he and he just des- he was one driver who actually deserved a, a world championship. Hmm. Uh, Massa. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, he got better as he got older. As a as a driver, because when he and first he's in Formula E now isn't he? Yes, doing yeah. very well. Yeah, he's him. he's a good driver now. When he was a young kid and he first got into Formula One, he made a lot of mistakes. He made he had a lot of crashes, and so when he went to Ferrari, I went, well, that's shitty shit. But he was awesome in Ferrari, and he was awesome. You know what? He got better after his accident in Hungary. Remember the spring hit him in the helmet, yeah, yeah. and he almost got. He was, he was seriously almost killed. Almost got killed. He was seriously injured. And he was a better fucking driver after that. Unbelievable. Balls of still Felipe Massa. A, One yeah. of the best drivers. He's yeah, And se- he pulled a massive crowd in Brazil, too. What a f- Mate, they used to come out from everywhere to watch Felipe. Yep. Uh, you didn't see crowds like that since Senna. No. Yeah, Senna now there's is. no Brazilian drivers.
1: Uh, I mean, we're still discussing the calendar for next year, aren't they? Is it on is the Brazil calendar? Is Brazil even
0: going to get a run? It might not. Uh, yeah. It might it's not get a run next really. year. Because I don't think Germany's got a run next year yet either. Well, Germany Mercedes Because Mercedes-Benz are uh, sponsored. sponsored this year yep. because of their anniversary, which I... Uh, did
1: we rant about this last time? No, we haven't
0: talked about Formula One. What, well, you didn't like the liveries and the... No, I thought that was great.
1: I just think you weren't in the fucking sport for 50 years. Oh, that's right. You just weren't. Yeah. He they, left. They we, we've out. had this. We had this yeah. rant last time. So sorry. you know
0: what I do like is the fact that that's open discussion for uh, Liberty Media to potentially do a retro round in Silverstone next year retro to celebrate seventy. Awesome. To celebrate the seventieth year of Formula One, make that them drive would be the old cars. Fucking awesome, <laughs> mate! You didn't see it. They, yeah. I give credit where credit. Mercedes Stu. went. All wow. out. It was brilliant. They wore the original mechanics outfit from the 50s. They everybody mm-hmm. everybody in awesome. the team. Not just parts of the team. Good on them. Everybody. Yep. It was yep. brilliant. Good on I, them. I didn't like the look of the cars, but the actual team looked... I understand, I understand the concept yeah. they were going for. I yep. didn't particularly like it. Uh, but the teams looked awesome, man. The team looked yeah. brilliant. So there's a rumour, and I mean a rumour... That Liberty Media picked up on the popularity of that and how respected Mercedes were for doing that by the other teams. Hmm. That the other teams are quite happy to talk with Liberty Media about making Silverstone a retro round, where they go back to if the teams were able to and had history enough to put on um, their Previously retro liveries, so Redo <laughs> could do so it. The Ferraris will be red. Yeah, but they had different <laughs> colour reds. They had blood red. They had scarlet <laughs> red. I don't, like, I don't like this fucking dull red. dull red. red. Yeah. It
1: looks good on the cameras. That's what it's gone for. Is it, and I thought it was weight. It looks good on the cameras. Apparently, the red pops. Uh, red Bull was actually the first one to go with the matte colour. But I thought it was
0: we, uh, about weight.
1: No. The, the, the colour of the. Apparently, it pops better on TV. It Does looks it? better on TV in the matte.
0: Mm. I like the really uh, scarlet Ferraris of the late nine, the late nineties, early two thousands, early two thousands, the Schumacher Schumacher era, the proper Scuderia red, yeah, beautiful, beautiful scarlet bright Ferrari, they were awesome. It's pretty much every color, every car I buy in Forza. Or horizon. It's always it? the same colour. It's red. always that red. It's scadered <laughs> red. I'm telling you, man, my next car is going to be dog dick red as well. No, they're dog the worst cars. Red. They're the worst cars. I had a bright red remember my bright red commodore going yeah. back to Commodores and Falcons. <laughs> I had a bright red fucking Commodore. A
1: mass circle,
0: Mate, we go back to where we started. That car got fucking destroyed three times. No bullshit. The first time I was at a set of lights and this eight month pregnant woman She was re- on her phone. She it? was on her phone texting and she fuck she. <laughs> bit my car like it was jaws at the back of it, right? She rammed it so hard. The airbag in her car went off, Mm -hmm. right? And the Commodore took the brunt of it, but the exhaust pipe went up into the rear um, wheel arches. Um, The boot was destroyed. It was fucked. I had to get it towed. Got that fixed. One week after it came out of the panel shop, it got sideswiped. Again, I was stationary at a set of lights and this guy wanted to turn right into the right turn bay, but he misjudged the gap and he sideswiped the entire side of that car and I had, and I took it to the panel beaters again. Then what happened was, uh, what happened after that? Then I, had, um, I was in the car park waiting to get out of the car park and this chick didn't even look what, what she was doing and she fucking slammed into the side of it. And every time I'd go to the boss and go, "Look, man, I'm really sorry because it was a company car." I go, "What do you want me to do? You want me to take?" He goes, "No, man, you got to get that repaired." And I went to the because re- I had a like a preferred repairer, and I kept going to this same place. And the guy looked at me, and goes, "Mate, this car was here four weeks ago. I know it's cursed. Fuck this car. Red is the wor- they look awesome." But they're the worst cars in terms of vision. People look at it and want to hit it. And they get dull very quick. You've got to polish them all the time. time. If yeah. you don't put that car in a carport, like a in a garage, not a carport, that car will fade really badly, really quickly. Worst color.
1: Yeah.
0: You don't want red, and dude. And you've got the second worst color now. Mm. Oh, yeah. that car, the, His color is shit. Black. The R, no, I've got R, R blue. Uh, it, it looks black. It looks mm. good, but, it, it, mate, oh, it gets mm. dirty I have quick. I black car. I'm a
1: black AUXRA. Mm. I was forever washing that. Shout thing. out
0: to the retro skater. He listens to this bullshit. He had a theory. Every car he ever owned, every car, because we used to get cars every three years too, like you know the old man did back in the day. Every car he got as a company car, white, and he kept saying it's the safest color. It is the safest color because everyone can in see resale, it. Resale, the whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the golf I've got, white, and it's the best color, man. You know, the only thing about white is any tar stain from the road it Can't get shows whole, that you, it, yeah. well you can you can buy tar remover and shit like that but it, it does show up more on the white colour but white is awesome man. yeah but I'm, I'm due for a midlife crisis car so I want something that's going to stand out no you don't you know what if I got my next car Might if get, I got get, one get a Renault bright yellow fucking uh, yeah but I get a Mercedes A class silver colour yeah but you got more money than I do I'm fucking loaded <laughs> shout out to all the harpies out there that want to take all my money Come and get me, darling. It's
1: just, I'm looking at you with disgust on my
0: face. At what? The moment. A, a silver Mercedes, why not? Okay, I'm good with the Mercedes, part, but an A Class, seriously, bro. Well, I don't want a big car, dude. I don't, a C Class is too big for me. I don't care. An A250. So what you're going to get? An A40. So what you're telling
1: a, me, me here what? is you're going to become a hairdresser. Oh, hello. We have an uncle that's a hairdresser. Does he drive a fucking A-Series Mercedes? Not anymore. Uh, no, he does have a Mercedes, Let me guess, though. He does. Let me guess. He's what? now driving a Subaru
0: BMW No, Z. no, <laughs> no. Mate, no he he, dri- doesn't he drive a shitbox fucking he, Toyota he's got two, Prius? He's got th- uh, three cars. Prius. Okay, yeah, no, no, so no. He's, he's got three cars. He's got a Leaf. And yeah, that's a right. Leaf, that's it. It's a Leaf. It's a rechargeable motherfucker. Oh, I know thing. what it is. This is why I'm just sitting here with you. No, no, a, no. He's got a Triumph TR3. Yes, oh. it's a classic car, and Damn. he's got a mechanic that comes to his home and does the service on his car. Charges him a charge is going to a like TR3 Three there, yeah. yeah. Is it tr three or five? Five tr five, and he had it classically restored to the original color, British racing it shits green all the time. Right, oh, it's beautiful. The interior, he had it fully done. The wheels fully done to the original specification. It's beautiful. It is such a beautiful car. But he ship he's bought this shipbox Honda once because he didn't <laughs> want to take his nice cars. To the like shopping center, mm-hmm. to out he goes to Audi a lot, right? So he used to buy this shipbox Honda, and he didn't care if people ding the doors, and that didn't care. Then he came home. Then he had a runaround car. It was a Mercedes SUV type of thing. That was his runaround car. But he shop, he called it his shopping car. That was his shipbox Honda, right? Now his runaround car is this Nissan Leaf. I remember as a kid, he had a Porsche Carrera too. He had a he had a yes a white Carrera. No, yeah. he had two. He mm. had a white one and Bet he had you a was yellow
1: one. For selling those. They're worth
0: an absolute He had two yellow. of them. This man. is a 1980s 1980 spec. 1985. Oh, yeah, worth so it much. was a 1985 yellow 111. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Nice. He's always had cool cuts and he's a fucking hairdresser. No, well. Well, he does more shit yeah, he's a property investor, is where yeah. he got his most yeah, of his he's money an, from. Well, he's an entrepreneur. Okay, let's That's what on. we'll say, right? But he has a triumph. Oh what a car, man. It, you would drool over it. It's beautiful. I drool over most cars. No, but this is a classic car. This is a classic car. You know those cars that they, was it Shannon's? Yep. That type of shit. That's what that is, right? Hey, my car's <laughs> insured with Shannon's. Does that make it a classic? Mm, mine's insured by NRMA or some bullshit. And it's a classic. It, mine's a classic now, apparently. Gold Golgolmobile. G-o. Not the G G O, not the go go, <laughs> not that, not the dot, not the, the dot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Are we have we finished Formula One? Um, I think. Are we waiting for any more? So we're waiting for the Bottas news. We're waiting for the house news.
0: I think the tables or the chairs may move a little bit in There's the merry-go-round. No, the Maybe
1: working out who's going to go where. Well,
0: Toto Wolf said that they're making no announcements after until after the summer break. Well, which is about three weeks two weeks. I thought it was during the summer break after you said. Uh,
1: so we got nothing until that happens because yeah. no one will move until that. Yeah, that's so I done. think
0: spa weekend will not. Um,
1: I did watch have you watched the biometrics video? No. Uh, Claire Williams has done it. From Williams? Yep. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. So Formula 1's gone to a next level with pit stops. They have hired biometric experts to come in and work out. So you know the the what is it the world record done by Red Bull? It's still not day. going to help Williams win a race. You know that Williams right? is the second fastest.
0: Pit Red through. Bull just beat it. I think it was under mm. a, It was it, under two seconds. I mean, it's under. Well, it's clear of two seconds. Yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't make back the ten seconds a lap. You fucking shit. No stop. <laughs> Williams have done well. They've done some upgrades. Let, let me tell you now. Okay, well, while we're talking about drivers, I'm really sorry, but Robert Kubica's got to go. Yes. I'm really sorry. I I, oh, think no, I don't have a problem with I, that. I was probably only one of the few that wasn't really wrapped when I when they announced he was coming back. Because you know why? Look. Look, he, he I'm being I'm being hard, but there are plenty of better younger drivers that deserve a go. He had his he had his day. I'm he sorry he day. did. And right? to get
1: back from one you know, shattering every bone in the right side of your body Amazing. to driver to drive a Formula One car Amazing. Amazing. And I can understand of it understand it that Williams knew they were in trouble. And they needed one of those asses in a car that was a Nicky Lowder, you know. Yeah, I can feel a bolt in the left mm, hand yeah. rear is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is loose. I think that's what they needed. Yep. I don't think he'll make. I think no. he'll last the year. Yep, his sponsors already said he'll be there for the rest of the yeah, year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, Williams are in no position to shuffle the deck straight away, unless. Mercedes, because you know they're a feeder team than Mercedes. Yes. So unless Mercedes, well, that's one of the other really. Ocon goes to Williams. That's well, another. No, rumor. There's,
1: there's a bigger rumor that Ocon. So the there's in the because there's so many wacky rumors at the yeah, moment. It's crazy. So there's the Ocon to Renault,
0: Bottas, to Williams. Back to Williams. Yeah. My boy, yep. Georgie. I heard about this to Mercedes. To Mercedes. Yeah. Well, you know what. Um, well, pretty. Russell George Russell will end up in a Mercedes car. He will because he because he is a Mercedes driver. He's part of their academy, and Toto Wolff put him in Williams one hundred percent for learning to learn, mm-hmm. right? And George Russell has done wonders in a car that's terrible, and, right?
1: And has and the entire press eating out of his hands. Yep. Saying he's one of the nicest guys. Yep. He's approachable. He, he, he's
0: look. He should be recognized as much as uh, uh, Lando Norris is because Lando Norris is the other rookie. This year. Yep. And Lando Norris has done an amazing job at McLaren. Amazing. Right? But McLaren happens to be a way better car than Williams is. Yeah. Which is so, it's just, it's just, so when you look at it. I mean, how does the Formula 2
1: champion... And it wasn't just a little... It wasn't just a close championship. He
0: flogged the F2 field last year. Ends up at Williams. Um, Because, our, very, very simply, because George Russell is a Mercedes junior yes. driver. And Williams have become a feeder team for Mercedes. Reason why is because they give Williams a huge discount on their engines. But the proviso is that they basically have a driver. That Mercedes wants to get practice in and learn yep. and all that stuff. So, Which unfortunately, with. unfortunately, mean, that means that Williams will never be truly a championship-winning team again. Because I don't, I, don't Plus, think, I think well, I don't know. I don't think they will. man. they've got no money. They've got no
1: no no. No. Well, they're, they're a no, private no.
0: constructor, dude. They're, Claire I, has come out
1: and has cleared all that up. They've got plenty of money. They're investing can in Can I tell
0: seven. you, I mean, you know what? I'm not impressed with Claire Williams either. I'm sorry. I wasn't. Nah. But
1: I am at the moment. I I watched. I've been watching quite a few interviews. And no, things with her, and I
0: think she's no mate. No, because you forget who the puppet master is in the background. Toto Wolf. No, it is. It is. Yeah, Toto it is Toto, Wolf. Toto. But guess the the the, the real puppet oh, master. Oh, it's Frankie. No, Ooh. Sir Patrick Head. Sir Patrick Head has come back into the team, and because of that, there have been a lot of changes, and because and and one of those was Paddy Lowe went, yes. right. And so because of that, you're seeing some progress with the car because Sir Patrick's an awesome organiser of internal departments and he's been able to get parts on the car that were not able to get put on the car in a timely fashion. That was William's big the bigger problem, was big that was problem this year, right? They know what making... the problem is and they were making parts, but they couldn't put the parts quickly enough on the well, car. Well, it wasn't that. They were trying to... So... Claire's come out and talked about it. So their
1: problem was they didn't have enough spares for your everyday parts. Yeah, but that that's aren't an internal. Change. That's an internal. Yeah, problem. it's an internal problem. Yeah, and they've and sorted all that out that, now because of Patrick Head. Yeah, and now they're at a point where they've got enough spares for your stuff that's not going to change. They're, they're they're covered for the year, so now they can up and look at the updates. So they've apparently got after summer break a whole heap of updates coming
0: over the next couple of races. Yeah, yeah, they have again because of Patrick Head. Yeah, that's I'm, you know I'm cool. So that's what he's there I, for. Know, that's but, but, why we uh, got him of, back. That's right. That's no, right. But, but you know what? I could argue that you shouldn't have to get Patrick Head back because Patrick Head's done his job. He's done. He's had his day, right? He's had his day. He's a guy that's well in... Well, how old is Patrick Head? In his 70s? He'd be well in his 70s right out, wouldn't he? Are you really telling me that that team's in a good position when you get a guy like Patrick Head back? I don't think so. The guy's a legend, right? But I am sure there are far more capable... There are capable people out there that are half his age that should be doing that job in that team. You can't tell me that team. Look, it took a long time for Claire Williams to come up with the idea or someone to come up with the idea of putting Patrick Head in. I'll give you a wacky theory on this, and I don't know. I'm pulling it out of my ass. I'm pulling this out of my ass because I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if Sir Frank Williams said, Claire, I'm going to put Patrick in. He made the decision, not Claire. Because Claire was fucking around a long time before Patrick Head came in. That's yeah, a
1: big but, one. But, That's a big one, right? That's you, a big. Okay, so your homework is on before our next one. Is to go watch a couple of Claire interviews. I'm not impressed with her. I don't need to. Watch. It's not that. It's. I mean, yes, she's the figurehead and all that, and the buck should stop with her. But there's been a lot of stuff happening in the background that was, you know, beyond their control.
0: Understand it. I understand that, and, uh, but yes, what yes, I'm the saying is, she's. Meant I, to be the I actually feel that if you're going to get someone like Patrick Head in, something's really, really wrong because. There are a lot of younger people out there that have been in that team for long enough that should have been able to do the job. That's yeah. my point. So what what has Patrick Head done? I think he's come in and said, please explain to me what you people are doing. Well and is you, he's still part owner, isn't he? Yes. He's, he's a he's a major shareholder. Yeah. So he's he's got a vested interest in the team. But the point is you shouldn't have to, in their particular in the modern era, rely on a guy like Patrick had to get the job done. That's a that's a real big problem. And I would have actually thought that that was a slight against Claire. Because you, you, you're telling me you don't have the talent pool to be able to do this yourself. I'm actually convinced that Frank's come into it and said, uh, Claire, darling, I really think we'll get our old friend Patrick to come and help for a bit. Something's really, really wrong with the team.
1: Uh, they, I think they're through mm-hmm. it. I think that they've had their problems and a lot of it goes back to Mr Gone now, Mr.
0: Lowe. No, he didn't he wasn't in long enough. They reckon he did a few well, things. He did a few things, but I also well you're partly right. I partly agree with you, but I partly disagree, respectfully. Because Yes it's okay
1: folks, we'll hug after this. Yeah, we're big we're good
0: friends. Yep. Um the point is is that yes, Paddy Lowe obviously did something really wrong because he fucked off very quickly as soon as Patrick Head came into it. Right? Mm. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to See work it out, way. right? But I actually think Patrick Head came into it not because Claire asked for it, because Claire was really happy to have Paddy Lowe in there. That's what I'm saying. Mm. They were bestest of goodest, good, good buddies on the pit wall, and then miraculously one day Patrick Head turned up. She never announced it, she never said that was going to happen. It just happened bang and pa- and Patrick Head came into it and the next day Paddy Lowe said he was taking personal leave yep. fuck me dead Something so like. i don't think Frank Williams doesn't know what's going on in his oh. team because don't forget it's his, his team, team right, right? Well, his fingers well on exactly, the team. exactly right and i have always said that and also don't forget that Claire Williams is in that team because Toto Toto Wolf wanted her to be yes. um the team principal she didn't want to do it no he she didn't want to want do to it. Into it exactly so and that says a lot to me right so I don't know if Toto Wolf's got the idea that maybe she replaces him if he was to move on at Mercedes there. That's a possibility. I doubt it. But, I think it's a, it's but, a big.
1: But, if you were, if you're Claire Williams and someone like Toto Wolf was saying you, you do the job and
0: you're sitting there going, no, I can't. It's a, but I wouldn't have her in there now. Ring a ding ding baby. <laughs> I wouldn't, ha- you know, I wouldn't have her in there now. You know what I mean? After this bullshit. Be interesting to see how we go over the how they go over the next few races. That's right, but I think going back to drivers, Kubitz has got to go. I'm Kubica's sorry, has got to go. There's far better younger kids out there in GP 2 You know, put 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 someone in there that can do the job. Uh, nothing against Robert; he's a fantastic guy to get back What's, to where he um, is. But there's better. There's yeah, better. There's, there's, there's better. Young I think kids they needed him
1: for the year to, to help well, the car.
0: Well, again, maybe the bigger picture is he's there for his knowledge. That that. The car doesn't handle in the way it should handle. He's got the technical brains, but you know what? You can't be two or three seconds slower than your teammate, and your teammates, you know, and, and your teammates a rookie He's a rookie. Yeah, you know, so. I know he's got a major disability and he's overcome it, but you can't, you can't yeah. be, you can't be coming dead last by not, three not seconds. In F1. Not in F one. Not in F one. You know, no, no, no disrespect. He might be better as a advisor, standing there and saying well i'll take it out on practice days or i'll take it out on test days whatever it is and you know i'll tell you what the nuts and bolts should be like but at the end of the day being in the car i think there's better better qualified people that's what i think
1: i'm hoping it's going to be a good end of the season
0: for williams Uh just full stop um i kind of think that it might be because max verstappen and red bull look like they're on fire at the moment and yeah you know, i hope he's... he doesn't break albon that's my hope uh, i'd actually i actually think albon might be stronger than you think um, but it's, but you know what? It doesn't matter what you think. The, the real person that's gonna be the the, the deciding factor is fucking Doctor Helmet, Doctor Helmet Marco, right? So Albon might be able to stand up to Verstappen and not buckle under the pressure. You know what? Because at the end of the day, these guys are paid a lot of money not to buckle under the pressure, and they're stronger human beings than we give it give them credit oh, for in terms massively. of mental abilities. But the point is, if Doctor Helmet Marco doesn't feel he's close enough to the Verstappen, or he makes one or two little silly mistakes because Albon's probably got more pressure than Gasly did because now oh. Red Bull have got a sniff of finish, finishing second in the that's constructors. That's what it all comes down to. Mm-hmm. Whereas at the start of the season they didn't have that. They didn't think they'd be as close as they are because no. Ferrari have been an abomination, oh. abhorrent.
1: Don't, we don't right? want to talk about that.
0: No, right? they've been disgraceful this season. Right, worse than fucking Renault. Right? Oh, right, and mean, Renault, know. Renault pissed me the fuck off. But Ferrari should know better, right? But the point is now Red Bull have got a snip of second, and that's why Gasly's gone. And if Albon doesn't get consistent points... Oh, he'll be gone soon. He'll be gone too, right? But you know what? Who have they got in their yeah, talent pool? Yeah. They don't have much. No they've, no, they've chewed through them all. They've chewed through them all, right? Kibiat's Kivi- uh, gone because they didn't give him the nod. They should have given him one last nod. They should have said, All right, Danny, you got one last fucking go at this, but they didn't do it. No. So if I was Danny... I'd be going, mate. I'd, I'd be, be the first seats. contract I had. I'd be taking it. Fuck this. Yep, out of there. No, yep. I agree. And he might do a sideways step to Haas. You never know. That might be his back. That might be his way into uh, Ferrari. That's a wacky little theory, there, isn't it? <sighs> I'm full of them. But my biggest wackiest theory of all, crazy as it sounds, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. 100, completely wrong. And you say to me, you're a fucking idiot, and I'll go. Good. I'm glad I was. Renault will pull out. Within the next couple of years of Formula One, because they just don't have the taste for it. They don't have the they don't have the taste for it. Even though they say they fucking do, they don't. And you know what? Daniel Ricciardo is going to be caught up in all that bullshit, and he's going to walk away from Formula One. And then a couple of years later than after that, he's going to write a book and he's going to call all of these pricks out and say, Cyril people sold me a lemon." He walked me around the fucking factory at Enstone, and he sold me a lemon. He said to me, oh, we, you, uh, Dan, uh, Daniel, we're putting in all these facilities. We're going to be a championship winning team in 2021. We expect to win. Ra- Remember they said we expect to win races in this 2020? Yep. And they said we'll be on podiums this year.
1: Yeah, Are you yeah, fucking serious?
0: New. They can't even get a point. Not one fucking point. They can't do shit. They're fucking useless, God. and they're in crisis. And I fucking called it. And I was glad Auto Sport actually put that article up. Fuck them. Just come home and do V eights, Dan. Yeah, Dan, we'll I'll support you. I'll be I'll as be, long as you're driving no, for the I'll right I'll, team. I'll be out there at no, Bathurst. No, I'll be gutted because he was our best chance of being a Formula One champion. Yeah, got else a Formula on. One world champion, mate. Alan Jones. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. He's he's no fucking Daniel Ricciardo. You know what I mean? And we've got who have we, actually, question I had for you. If you know this, I don't know if you do. Do you know any of young Australians that are in the pipeline to go into Formula One? Not that I've heard of. We had Will Power at one stage, but he but went off to that. He's Indies. He's Indies now. He's car,
1: and he is doing fucking well in Yeah, Indy. Will
0: Power is doing well in Indies. But I didn't. I mean, I've been watching a bit of
1: F2 lately, and I haven't seen. There's no Aussies in there. I haven't there. seen any. No. And trying to get. Information about F three or any of the, anything lower. Than no, that. There's, no there's no there's no candidates
0: is there. There's no there's no Australian in the pipeline. No. So that's what I'm saying. Once we lose Daniel Ricciardo, we've got no one. No. We've got no one. You know, and I've got I like watching him race. You know what I mean. So oh, I'll he's be a great race. I'll be fucking shattered. I'll be like, well, that's a guy that yet again got fucked over by Formula One, yet again. And mm. he got. F- I'll fucking. Pl- I'll blame that prick, Cyril Abitbol. I don't like him now. Fuck him. I want him gone. I want him fucking gone. <laughs> That's it. We're starting a petition. That's go to, it. Go to change.org. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Have we said everything we wanted to say? We're, we're right, done. We're done? Done. I need to piss. I need to piss too badly. Jason, relaxation, do you need to piss? I always need to piss. That's right. Silence! <laughs> <laughs> he got the earmuff off in time.
1: That's oh, right. Jesus. No,
0: he needs to do this now because this is how I always finish it. He always removes the earplugs <laughs> and he turns the volume down a little prick. <laughs> we're done we're done <laughs> thank you Rocket Russell for coming in thanks for having me presi- I'm sorry we disagreed about Formula 1 but I did give you wacky theories thank you Jason Relaxation for being you don't go with changing and thank you for being fucking silent thank you for the two people that have been listening thank you Mum for well it's sh- only one because I'm here that's right that means we're down to like half because Super Simon seems to have disappeared no, off the planet Super Simon pinged me just earlier did oh, he? Oh, did he? Yeah, <laughs> he says kisses shout out to Super <laughs> Simon come back on the show you hope fuck. you're having fun with your new kid that's yes, right mm-hmm. I hope you are too your breeder. <laughs> thank you, for, thank you, Mum, for letting us use your basement. I'm sorry I read it about the EA Falcon. I can't help it. It's a rabbit hole I can't get out of. I was oh, fucking, fucking shattered shot. when Dad brought that home in 1988 and it started leaking water everywhere and it was on the back of a tow truck in the next two weeks. At least your dad's
1: got to bring yours home.
0: I had a problem with the fucking transmission and it was shattering. And then I saw a 1985 at Ford Fairlane and I didn't understand why Dad didn't have one because it was fucking way better than the Ford Falcon GL. (sighs) And next week, you fucking ingrates that don't want to drive Ford Fairlanes and Ford Fairlane Fairmont Gears and all the other bullshit from the 80s. We'll talk about more them and more bullshit. But until then, you can roll it, monkeys.